And now it's time for Massively Undercover, where we send a spy in to check out any massively multiplayer role-playing game we choose. This week, EverQuest 2. So anyway, this is Jason. I'm back. Um, it is true, I am the spy for the IGL Studios. Um, this week I tried EverQuest 2. Um, it's a game where, well, I can't really say that I liked it all that much. I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, some things that I kind of liked about it, there are 16 different races you could try. 16! That's I mean, nice. That's like more than any other game out there, I Definitely. Think. Yeah. Wow. And you got like different versions of elf races. You've got... Uh, Dark elves? Yes, even dark elves. Plaid elves? No, no plaid elves. <laughs> Fuchsia no. elves? No, there are no future elves. There's like high elves, dark elves, half elves. Oh. Um, wood elves. Water elves? Uh, no, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> um, there's also gnomes, dwarves, humans, of course. There's I barbarians, which are, you know, just huge humans, of course. Cool. Uh, there's uh, the Iskar. Is that right? Ixar, yeah. See, I are can't those the lizard them. people? I mean, lizard. Uh, anyway, they, they're like lizard people. There's like froglocks, which are frog people. Um, <laughs> Murlocs, we call them. Yeah, yeah, that would be like kind of like a murloc oh. almost. Cool. Um, the, the cool thing, too, is, is that there's 24 different classes you could play. Um, you could play like a yeah. necromancer. You That's could a lot. play like a regular magician. Uh, you can also play uh, like a just regular fighter, paladin. Uh, you know, there's... God, uh, that, that's probably one of the best parts about the game is that the choices you have are, are limitless in what you want to do. Um, the When I first created a character, though, uh, th this is where my problems started to come in. Um, at the very beginning. Yes, at the very beginning, because, you know, I'm looking at these character models, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> they suck, and I'm not. You know, I you know they just they're horrible. Well, the graphics I mean, engine's nice, right? On part, part the, the graphics engine's okay. The graphic engine itself is okay. Yeah, I, I do not have a problem with the graphic engine itself. It's just it's it's the art design. Yeah, the character models are are really just horrible. They all look. I mean, I want to pick a barbarian. If I wanted to pick a barbarian character, yeah, he looks a little muscular and everything, but he doesn't look like a. He doesn't look like a barbarian. Barbarian. I mean, he doesn't look like something that I would like look at and go, Jesus Christ! I don't want to mess with that barbarian. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, there is no way I want to touch that. And, you know, I look at him and I'm like, eh, it doesn't really kind of. So are they not like you know like um, with City of Heroes and and some other games, the the models, the character models are kind of over exaggerated a right. little bit. Like I mean, they're like perfect human forms and you know yeah but are these guys more blocky or no it's not that they're blocky i mean you can adjust the the size of the body you can even adjust like facial features kind of like galaxies eh, yeah no actually galaxies has a better character generator wow. than everquest 2 in my opinion um, but the, you know, you can adjust like the chin size and the, you know, how the eyes slope somewhat. I mean, but the, the, the adjustments you make, it, it really doesn't seem to make that much of a difference. To it's me. really subtle. It's, yeah, it's really subtle. Oh, uh, I see. It's really subtle. I mean, if you've played a game like uh, um, Oblivion, 
mm-hmm. um, Morrowind Oblivion. You can, you know, you can adjust the hell out of the faces in that game. You know, oh that's yeah, really cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even in Star Wars Galaxies, you could, you know, you could put their gut out to make them look like have a beer gut. Even, you know, you could actually make it look like yourself. If I you, could model myself. Yeah, if you want to spend <laughs> your time in Star Wars Galaxies, you can make it look like yourself. But in this game, those changes are are so subtle that you really don't notice them. Um, all <laughs> my biggest gripe <laughs> is that all of the elven races they all look like little boys. I swear <laughs> to God. I mean, cool. if you were a if you were a freak, <laughs> one of those freaks on Dayline NBC, yeah. you know, looking to get a little piece of piece of uh, young butt there, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you would you would look for the elven races because they all look like little boys. They all look like little boys. So what character? I mean, I understand that elves are, you know, they're supposed to be fair-skinned, almost ageless looking. Yeah. I mean, they took it to the next level. <laughs> I mean, they all look like little boys. You can make them a little bit taller. You can give them beards and like kind of weird hairdos and stuff. They all look like little boys. It's just, it's creepy. It's wow. really creepy, man. <laughs> but what did you choose to create? I, well, okay. enough, I decided to create a dark elf. So I started with a dark elf. Uh, dark elf ne- necromancer. Some variation of the name of Dritz? No, no, I no? did not do that. I, no? I did not do that. I also did not do any variation of Legolas or Legolas or oh, Legolas, Legolafalas or whatever. <laughs> Legolad. You know? No, Legolad. No, I, I did not do that. I, I created what was his name? His name, his name was uh, Morbidus. Morbidus. Yeah, you know, with a name like that, you'd think you know my my model. You know, would look all evil and everything, but no, he looks like a little boy with a mustache. Kind of actually, <laughs> he almost looked like a young version of Pi May. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could like brush the beard of you know to the side, you know, every time he cool. he said something. But no, he didn't look nearly as cool as Pi May. He looked he looked like a little boy with a long mustache young and, and beard. What young? class did you choose? Um, necromancer, like I said, mm-hmm. uh, it was a necromancer because. Uh, you know, of course, I fell in love with the Warlock class from World of Warcraft, so I figured, you know, reading the character descriptions and everything, I was like, mm, Necromancer sounds probably like my closest bet. Yeah. So I went for that. Um, I got to, I only got to about level 15 with them, um, just for, you know, a little brief overview. The the skills are similar to a, to a, a World of Warcraft. <laughs> World of Warcraft, uh, Warlock, uh, you have a lot of dots, you have like a fear, hold, stuff like that. Some, oh, that's uh, cool. You know, some crowd control kind of things. And you also get a minion. My first minion, I was like, oh sweet, I'm probably going to get something like a zombie or a skeleton, <laughs> something cool like that to start out with. No. <laughs> it wasn't that at all. I, I, I summoned my pet. I was all sitting there going, yes, rise, rise from the earth, my zombie minion. And, and out came a freaking bat. Sweet. <laughs> it was a bat. Awesome. <sighs> so I had a bat pet. <laughs> That's very evil. Yeah, you know, I'm like, ooh, yes. Now I will take over the world. <laughs> the evil little boy with his evil little bat. So, you know, I, I put him out. You know, he he did his stuff. He basically tanked for me. 
Oh, a know. tanking bat. Yeah, you know, and I really didn't see any, like, special abilities mm. at first that you could give your pet. You know, like, he didn't have, like, a, you know, like your imp. Yeah. You know, when you're playing World of Warcraft, he fires a fireball, you know, sure. range damage, or, you know, like, you know, your Voidwalker pet is kind of your tank. Your tank. He's just a bat. Yeah, he's just a bat. He absorbs damage, and you just sit back, and you kind of do the same thing you would do with the Warlock. You... You cast these direct damage spells. Um, you know, you have like, like I said, you have some crowd control spells as well, like some roots, some, you know, fear type of things. You have some AOE effects as well. Um, I did get up to level 15 with them. Sweet. And when I did, I got another pet. Caterpillar. You'd think, yeah, you would think Butterfly. that uh, at this point I'd be like, okay, I'm going to graduate to something really cool, like a big old zombie maybe. Venus flytrap? Skeleton, <laughs> something like that. No. It was a spider. A big spider or a little spider? Uh, it's kind of hard to tell, mm. really. I mean, compared to me, yeah. little little boy, uh, dark oh. elf that I was, right. yeah, you know, I was, uh, you know, it, it really wasn't all that impressive. It was just a spider. <laughs> You know, so I had a spy the choice between a spider or my bat. But not both. One minion at a time. You know, I honestly, I don't... I, when I got to that point, I don't know if I was able to cast both at the same time huh. because that's when I kind of just had to nah. close up shop and stop. But they, they like when you, there, there's this thing, and I, you know, and I don't understand it. And maybe, you know, maybe one of the listeners can clue me in on this. But there's this, like this thing called concentration, and when you, when you cast a spell like a, like a minion, mm -hmm. um, it uses up like one of your concentration points, and so you have like a concentration point that you know. I, I'm assuming that you can only you know cast so many things that use up your concentration. Um, and then you have to kind of, then you have to make a decision, okay, what do I want to cast, what do I want to not cast, that kind of thing. One thing I did notice with the pets is they kind of have stances. Oh, wow. Um, which are, are, are kind of like stances like uh, like a World of Warcraft warrior oh, that's cool. uh, would have, um, where you could set them in a certain stance, and based on that stance, they would um, be able to do different things, be able to... Oh, yeah. You know, one's kind of a more defensive position, the other is a more offensive kind of, uh -huh. kind of position. So that was kind of neat. I kind of I kind of like that. Um, as far as, uh, you know, other things about the game, uh, I noticed uh, trade skills. Uh, trade skills, you know, they're almost kind of like the same as World of Warcraft are, um, if you want to draw a comparison. Um, you... you you kind of buy a book that has like all the base skills in there. Um, one thing I did notice is that gathering skills, um, you just, you don't pay for those kind of skills or yeah. anything like that. You don't have to learn them. They're, they're just innate knowledge. Oh, that's cool. So you walk up to like a, you know, bundle of wood or whatever and you can chop away at it and, oh, wow. you know, and you're gathering skill and that's like, you know, it goes up every level, you know, every time you use it. Oh, cool. Um, you know, same thing with the you know fishing. If you see a pool of fish in the water, all you do is click on the pool of fish, and little fishing line comes out, and you start pulling fish out. That kind of thing. Hmm. So yeah, you don't have to purchase the skills, no, those gathering skills, those base gathering skills. You don't have to purchase. Well, that's which cool. is kind of cool. I kind of yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a neat aspect of it. Uh, 
we're going into some just basic like graphics and design of the game. Uh, the graphics are okay. I mean, I, I honestly can't say that the graphics are horrible. You know, the engine is decent. Um, you know, it makes for some neat spell effects, and the, some of the monster models are, you know, kind of cool looking. Uh, again, like I said, I have an issue with the character models. I mean, they just all look so. I mean, just uninspiring. They're just uninspiring. Hmm. I mean, it really. You know, artwork is where it's at. I mean, you could have a crappy engine, but decent artwork. And and that's how it is with, like, the whole world. It's not just the character models. I mean, looking out into the world, I never saw anything that just made me go, whoa, you know? Yeah. And, like, the Burning Crusade, for instance. I mean, you, you walk into the Blood Elf lands, and you're just like, oh, man. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. God, you know, this is beautiful. You know, you see, like, the, the towering spires. and It's like mm -hmm. eye candy overload, you yeah, know? Yeah, dude, it's, it's like, total eye candy overload. There, yeah. in, in EverQuest, there's, like... Ah, there's nothing like that. It's just plain. That's yeah. how the screenshots always look to me. Was mm -hmm. like, it's incredibly photorealistic, three-dimensional objects shaped like something with a texture map over it. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's, but it's photorealistic. You know, but it's like, well, it's a photorealistic bench with a photorealistic flower pot with a yeah. photorealistic flower. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I, it's, it's two different ways of thinking. It's like. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, uh, granted, World of Warcraft's engine is. You know, it's, dated. It's totally dated. It is totally dated. But I mean, you look at the art design, and I mean, they just do some amazing things. Yeah. And, and yeah, it looks cartoonish or whatnot. But you know, it's cool cartoonish. It's really cool. It's appealing. Yeah, it's it appealing. totally is. And it ties together. It totally is. Um, you know, all, you know, games like City of Heroes. You know, it's cohesive. Their their engine their engine is is pretty decent. Yeah. But the the art design is, is really what makes it happen. Yeah. You yeah. know, and <laughs> you know, that's where that's where you get sucked in. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's where you get sucked in and, and honestly I, I just could not get sucked into into this world that they were trying to present in EverQuest two. Um stuff like when other characters appeared on your screen. Like other, uh, not M not necessarily NPCs, but other player characters. Yeah. Like they would come onto your screen, and it would almost look like they were skating across oh, wow. the land. Really? I mean, it was like the glidey thing. Yeah, they had the whole I've you know that, that glidey yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you've seen it in other games yeah, like like this before. I mean, it was. It's like yeah. come on, you know, this is 2007. Right. And you can't, you know, you can't make your characters, you know, move. Normal, or at least, I mean, they, they like my character moved fairly normal to me, yeah. but I'm sure if somebody else was looking at me, I would look like I was gliding across the screen. And I think I even remember that in the first EverQuest. That's a problem that they've yeah, always I mean, had. Yeah, that's just so retarded. What about like distance stuff? Did stuff like, like, you know how you can usually set your engine up to accommodate higher power graphics cards and right. stuff? And mine, such mine was set up at full. And, it, and, and did it work and pretty well? You or know, did stuff the, surprise you? Like well, you're wandering I mean, those, around. Uh, the the terrain looked okay. I mean, it didn't look bad. I could see trees fairly far out in the distance, um, mountains and such. You know, I mean that that really wasn't an issue to hmm. me. That's cool. Yeah, well, the that's sky good. the sky looked okay. The sky, sky actually box. looked really cool. 
Sky looked really cool. Um, what about, did you do any PvP or anything, or was that even an option? No, I mean, I, I played on a PvP server, and honestly, I can never say that I was hit once. I can't say that I, you know, I, I saw one person out there that I, I, I think I qualified, because there's like a certain level mm -hmm. range you can... Like, it's not like you can, like in World of Warcraft, where even if you see a gray person, you can just smack him and kill him. Yeah. And that's it. Like, it won't even, like, I think EverQuest 2 won't even allow you to kill somebody if they're, like, such a low level under under you. Uh, which is kind of boring, almost. I, I don't mind the fact that you get ganked in World of Warcraft right. all that much. Of course, I don't mind doing the ganking in World of Warcraft <laughs> I'm a higher level, but... Um, no, I never, you know, honestly, I never had the opportunity. I just never, I don't know, it's just people were more, con seemed like people were more concentrated on leveling up their mm -hmm. character or whatever, and, and I was cool with that, because oh, I was new cool. the game, so I didn't care too much. Um, one more graphical thing, which kind of drives me nuts, is, is the whole um, water effect, the liquid metal water effect Mercury. that we see so prevalent in yeah. some of these games mm -hmm. lately. It's like, no, it doesn't look like water, it just looks like liquid metal. Uh -huh. Ooh, liquid metal. You know, floating, you know, no transparency. Floating ocean. Is it a liquid metal flowing ocean? Yeah. I don't think so, you know. I've never, I've never Thousand thermometers were broken like to make that ocean. <laughs> yeah, how many thermometers did you have to break? I mean, yeah. Millions yeah, of thermometers. I hate that. I hate that water effect. <laughs> I wish more games would go away from it, but they probably won't. Uh, the interface. Uh, the interface is pretty decent. Is it customizable at all, or is it like it mods? It is to a certain extent. Um, Mods-wise, I wasn't really able to, you know, get into see whether or not it was as customizable as World of Warcraft. Because I'd need to clutter that up with um, <laughs> oh, yeah. at least I'd need about only ten percent of the actual gaming right. world visible at any time. The rest being like <laughs> yeah, statistical I, I analysis. Have seen your WoW interface, and yeah. it is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's pretty customizable. You can add, like, hotbars and stuff like that. Um, the quest log is really cool. I, I really like the quest log because it follows your quest throughout the whole quest arc. No, that'd be cool. So you can always check out, you know, what what happened in the past. Uh, and, you know, it, it to me it seemed like a little bit just... It was the ultimate quest log. Wow. If I was to have a quest log, I would take EverQuest 2 quest log and, and put it in, in any game I'd want. And that's what I'd like. Um, you know, as far as other interface things, uh, it allows you to queue up an ability, uh, which was kind of neat. Yeah. I, I noticed that you can actually queue up one ability, so you'd, like, fire off, like, a, a dot or whatever. And then, like, you know, if you had like a second thing, you could like queue that up instantaneously. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, really, honestly, I, I don't have a whole lot else to say about my experience right now. It was just, it was fair. I, I wouldn't say that I hated my experience in EverQuest 2, um, but, you know, it's definitely not something that, you know, I, I felt like I could just stay in forever. So you're going to do a part two on EverQuest 2, or, or is this it, you think? You're going to um, move on? going to infiltrate some other game I'll with, probably with infiltrate a paid another game next week. I'm not sure. I haven't picked it out quite mm -hmm. yet. Um, but I can't see myself, you know, 
staying with this game for another couple weeks. Well, I'll just add in that I was going to try and surprise you and join you, but I wasn't sure how you got the game if you did like the 1995 thing or right. and bought it or so I was going to do the play the Faye trick. Oh, right. And um I started downloading it on Thursday. It broke like the download appeared to have stalled out a few times over the weekend and I would I would just really? kill the downloader and wow. restart it and I wow. got suspicious that maybe I was having internet connectivity issues so right, I, right. Mm -hmm. I ran some continuous pings against some known stable hosts and I never dropped you know any packets so mm -hmm. it looks like their distribution thing for the play the phase yeah you know and I'll, I'll add to that and I, I I had a experience not well not totally similar like that but it, it did take a long time to upgrade, I, I started out with just the trial, and mm -hmm. then I upgraded to like the full-blown version. I, I didn't get any of the expansions. I just mm -hmm. wanted to get like the full-blown version of the just the original game, and it took forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it yeah. took forever to patch up. It probably took I don't know. It was probably like twelve hours. Yeah. For me. And I my my connection wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, it was it just took that long. I felt like that was going on with me too. I. It, yeah, I mean, would at estimate. least with World of Warcraft, they, you know, they have some, you know, I, I think their patching is a little bit better. Granted, if you're patching from the very beginning in World of Warcraft, probably in any in any one of those games, really, it's going to take a long time. Like if you're just if you just bought the retail version and then you're starting out from scratch. But the thing is, is that you're not downloading every single patch. I mean, for some reason to me, it seemed like you were downloading every single patch ever created wow. for EverQuest 2. And it just took an insane amount of time for me. Yeah, I, it didn't look too good to me. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'll probably try another game uh, for the next show. Um, not sure which one it's going to be yet, but yeah, we'll see. Cool. Well, something actually, before we move on, that I was curious about was just what is the online community like in the game how were the people socially was it densely populated or was it sparsely populated you know, I, I honestly wouldn't know I mean I ran into uh, I, I think the problem with EverQuest 2 nowadays is that mm. there aren't a whole lot of people playing it yeah I mean I may be wrong but uh, I mean you know, I can't even remember the server that I logged on to but it on the server that I was on it was a PvP server you know, I'd, I'd see the occasional person here and there, yeah. Um, but it did not seem like it was totally populated at all. The chat, chat, chat. Every once in a while, you would see something come across the general chat channel. Wow! So it was in, it was pretty quiet even there. Oh, you know that that's true. That's true. But. Um, and you know this will go on into your your whole noob experience. Yes, yes. Um, in in the in your segment, how uh, it was that that's not necessarily not normal. Yeah. We were in the noob area. We we never got out of the out of the blood elf noob area. Most people aren't interested in really chatting in yeah. the noob area. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's not a, you know, people are there, they already know what they're doing yes. in that area. And I, I probably imagine that mo my experience was probably maybe a little bit similar, uh, where people that are, you know, people were probably in other zones, yeah. they already knew what they were doing, mm -hmm. you know, so there was no reason for them to, like, ask help for quests or, yeah. you know, things like that. 
Um, I actually typed a couple questions out in general chat, and I didn't receive any response to them. I don't know if that there's really? wow. in the same zone as I was. You know, granted, I couldn't, I don't know, I, I didn't have enough experience with the game to check to see whether or not there were any other people in the same zone as I was in. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it was just, it was really quiet. Like I said, my encounters with other players were few and far between. Wow. Um... Eh, you know, I honestly can't say that it was—it was a very booming community. And I wonder if that's really going to be a consistent experience for you going through it, since World of Warcraft is just the most popular one. And you know, there going to be a large. See, but there are games like uh, Eve Online, mm -hmm. you know, where they're all on the same server, so you're not going to have that problem on on, you know, in games like that. You know, of course, the newer games like Vanguard, you know, there's yeah. going to be tons of people playing still in that game, so I don't see, you know, the community being an issue. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's in these games, you know, that, you know, probably just, you know, don't appeal to, you know, the general, you know, the, the WoW power gamer, I'll, I'll call it, you know, because, you know, I admit it, I'm one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, they just don't want any part of it. Unless you're into dark elf little boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll check the Vatican subscription rates. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that wraps it up then, okay. huh? So now it's time for the the very sad neophyte novice section of the podcast. Do you no mean noob? noob? <gasps> I do mean noob. <laughs> noob, 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 noob. Bring him forth and put him across the rack and we shall break his bones. <laughs> or not. Yeah, so, as you heard in our introductions, I do play a lot of video games, but I avoided massively multiplayer games because I just couldn't find anything that I really got into. Tried EverQuest, abandoned the concept for years, got into City of Heroes, that was pretty fun, and now... At the behest of my wonderful friends here, I'm going into World of Warcraft, which I've managed to Fool. avoid for two years. Or is it been one year or two years? It's two, been two, two years. Two long two years I've avoided it successfully. Yeah, and then this awesome expansion pack came out with sexy blood elves and Drain Eye, and I had to get involved finally. How could you pass it up? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and just trying to get into the mindset of the podcasts and World of Warcraft. I've listened to a lot of other stuff online and they are throwing around acronyms like PUG and I had and dots. I have no idea what that uh, means. Yeah, Pugs are small dogs with no... <laughs> <laughs> and dots are dots. those things that you put on uh, the end of a sentence? Typically they're black yeah. on That's white that clothing too. Yeah, space age ice cream. Where, yes. <laughs> anyway. So, it's been a very steep, rapid uphill climb, especially playing with Jason and Mark online. But it's actually been really enjoyable, and I've actually, I feel kind of spoiled by it, having played it with Mark and Jason as my my shepherds, my Zeus and Heras, Aww. so to speak. <laughs> We're now Hera. gods. <laughs> <laughs> Descending um, from above and then falling off the cliff. Right, right. Which, uh, I am Thor, god of thunder. <laughs> for, for your men, all your for future men. No, metaphors. you're uh, Thor, uh, goddess of stripping on, mm. on tables. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I am pretty good at that. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. So my my very first few hours were 
just this whirlwind where well, I was let's trying start, to... Let's start at the very beginning. The very beginning? Let's start with at the, the very beginning. Creation? When you created your character, what did you think when you <laughs> logged on and you were sitting there going, okay, because we all knew going in we were all going to play Blood Elves. Yeah. That was kind of our, that was kind of our pact. That's true, I that's guess true. I should say. So when, when you logged in, why did you decide to pick the character that you chose? Well, actually, I installed the main game first, and right. I didn't. I hadn't installed the expansion pack yet, and I'm like, well, cool, maybe I'll make some side characters. I'll make a, a troll, maybe a human. Those were two of the races that I was pretty interested in. I, I wanted to see what the undead looked like, and I was going through everything, and I just got really frustrated, and I couldn't get into it because the characters were ugly. You know, the, right. some of the female characters are pretty attractive, but the male characters... I wanted to make a, a really cool, hot male character, and I could. And you know, and even the the male uh, human models are they're pretty atrocious. I have to say, for yeah, the the, the, they're pretty dorky looking. Seventy stashes or hair lips. Porn stash, right? Porn yeah, stash, stash, totally. Yeah. Which it just wasn't working for me. So I was actually whining about this, and that's kind of what led to our our rant for this episode. And Mark just said, "Look, I'm just going to intervene." He, he was being a really good listener. <laughs> we were going to get some soda. He's being a good listener as I as I complained about it. He's like, "Look, just just install the Burning Crusade and make yourself a Blood Elf character, and you'll be fine." <laughs> and that actually was pretty true. Once okay. I I knew we were going to go down and do create some Blood Elf characters, and I'm like, "Oh, finally, yeah, this is what I was looking for." And so it was actually pretty fun. There was a lot. It felt like there was just a little bit more. Certainly not City of Heroes level, but a little bit more variety in terms of creating the character. And it just it was a lot more attractive, and it was just got me into it a lot more. So that's how I ended up picking my character. But why did you choose? Why did you choose the uh, warlock class? I chose the warlock class on your advisement because they sounded on my advice. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because you're an expert. No, I wouldn't say I was an expert, but but just the description of I. Initially, I was going to actually go for a paladin. That's a character class that I usually like to play in any type of role-playing game. Mm. Holy Crusaders. Right, right. Bringers of good and justice and stuff like that. And the characters was... that I absolutely hate. <laughs> but and that's what button. I'm playing now. The easy button character. No, no, no. <laughs> well, and th- well, that the most me. complex class ever invented, of which only a small percentage of mankind will ever be successful. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that it's funny that you brought up the character class because I toyed around with making a... What is the super short class, the gnomes? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this was on the Alliance side, and I was looking through... I was wanting to see what character classes were available for each of the races in both the Alliance and the Horde. And I got to the gnomes... I'm like, oh, they look so goofy. It's kind of funny. And I was clicking through the different classes they had, and I hadn't read the Warlock description yet. Right. And I'm thinking everything's going to be all sunshine and light, and it's supposed to be good, because this is the these are the Alliance characters, and I figured the descriptions would be in sync with that idea. And instead it says, Warlocks are the most hated and reviled of all the possible <laughs> people that populate the world of Warcraft. Yes, and, like, and then you see a gnome. Yeah, with a, a goofy smile and a big, huge, like, cowlick. Oh, right, <laughs> yeah. right. And it was great, and I'm like, Fair that's me. what I'm make. Yeah, Excelsior. Yeah. If I wasn't going to make a character that I found attractive, I was going to make something that was just really goofy and stupid and, and contradictory, like this goofy, ha- happy gnome that was the evil, reviled warlock. Right. Just because it seemed fun. But hearing the descriptions of it and 
being able to do ranged attacks and being able to suck life out and and, and put, put it back into mana and heal things and affect things and all those status effects. It just sounded really exciting. Probably the next best thing just to going up and bashing things in the head as a warrior or something like that. So, and I, I liked the, I, I liked, I appreciated hearing that it was going to be challenging and a little bit more strategic. Warlock is a very complex class to play. Because going back to the EverQuest and even probably to the City of Heroes, maybe not so much. One of the things that just bored me with massively multiplayer games, it was just click, hit A, wait to see what happens. Or, you know, disengage if it looks like it's not going to go well. Right. And the idea that I'm going to have to be balancing stuff and keeping an eye on things and kind of micromanaging. Yeah, yeah. And that just sounded really fun. Then probably the minion is the other big selling point of it, just having some kind of henchman running around and and doing your dirty work just sounded a lot more fun. It is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So... So what was your what was your experience when you like when you first logged on into the Blood Elf area? What was your first impressions of the area? Well, my first impression was the same thing that I thought when I first saw World of Warcraft two years ago, and I was holy crap! There's way too much sh- shit in the UI. <laughs> oh, there's, there's like, the explicit all butterfly. Yeah, I know. Just remember, just bleep that out. An appropriate soothing word, uh. a Zen word. Sorry, I just had to say it. (laughs) Caligula. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be our word. Caligula. How to avoid an explicit tag. Yeah, so... uh, And then I was just trying to get oriented, and I'm like, okay, what keys move me around? And I was used to the City of Heroes key key controls, and so I was trying to do that, and that wasn't really working. Then I was trying to read everything... And I didn't even know you guys were even around, remotely close to me. Right. And I'm just kind of had no idea that we we were even logged on. Or waiting, the waiting massacre for you of the cats that was occurring. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's I like killed. Was, you know how many cats I killed around that beginning area before you finally figured out where we were at. <laughs> I mean, I slaughtered the entire area there. I mean, well, yeah, that, cats were dying. That was one of my favorite parts. I was flipping the bird session. to all the guards around there. They were telling me to watch my mouth. I was like, hey, dude. I'm just waiting for my friend, Noah. <laughs> He's on his way soon, but while I'm waiting, I'm going to kill some more cats. <laughs> yeah, and that the first thing I ran into is some anthropomorphic tree trunk. and Oh, so, so you I, actually, you went like... Straight out, south. You went straight south <laughs> of where we were at and just decided, hey, I'm going to go uh-huh. see what's Yeah, because I didn't know where to go. I really didn't know where to go. <laughs> and then I, I hear... What are you doing? That's what I see on the screen. And I'm like, where are you guys at? And so I'm like running away from a tree trunk right. of all things. That's yeah. when you finally figured out about the map. Well, I saw the map, but I still couldn't read you it. Couldn't I didn't understand the radar. Which, well, you understood where the radar the was and where we were at, right? Yeah, that that took me a little while. And you guys said that you were killing cats. That's interesting when I because that's like something that like we totally take for granted. You know, that's like a user interface option. That's like you know. You know, it's just, we just know it's there. Yeah. You know, we know that's how I, I can see where Mark is at, or I can see mm-hmm. where you are at, or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, but you didn't even think about looking there. You just... Well, I looked at it, but I just saw circles on it, and I didn't know what the circles meant. I'm like, is that a city? Is that a person? Is that a quest? I have no idea what the hell it was. And then usually, like, hit M. And it's just like this huge watercolor map of a continent. I'm like, I have no idea. This means nothing to me. You know? So you said you were killing cats, and I was looking around like, what the hell are they talking about? And I saw the little orange saber-tooth type cat. Oh, the lynxes that are all... Yeah. And I thought that's what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. And then I 
as I got closer to the building, the little grassy knoll that you were sitting upon, I came across the kitten carcasses everywhere. <laughs> and that pretty much colored our entire first like three hours was the kittens being massacred whenever I took too much time to nah, be reading quests. Or... I mean, actually, honestly, I'll give you a lot of credit. You followed us around pretty good and we got you to we got you to level five like that. Yeah. Yeah. Night. yeah. And you, and you did fairly well. What did you think? I mean, h- how easy was it to grasp like the concept of okay, NPCs? You know, you look for the NPCs that have exclamation marks over their head. Those are quest NPCs, obviously. That was something actually that threw me off because some of them had question marks, some of them had exclamation points, and I didn't really know right. what that meant. And I'm not sure if all of my disorientation was because and we were moving really fast. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be. I was kind of being shuffled. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we saw like everything, so I was following like the Joanna's guy, <laughs> which is like it's like how to like level yourself up right. to sixty power or, level your in like four four right. game days or something like that. So, wow. but I just wanted I knew it would like take us through all kinds of zones eventually. So I thought, well, let's just you know, and I really didn't need to because um, especially like the new zones, like the one for the Draenei and the Blood Elves. You can't go wrong. You know, you, you pretty much find all the content. Although there's a couple of things that True, you would have found. True, and you run into a lot of it on yeah. accident. I mean, and it you guides know, really. you. By, it takes you by the hand and guides you through a lot. Although there are a couple of things I don't think we would have known about. But right, um, that's that's why I think we we're going so fast. We we're we're actually following like the the definitive guide to leveling as fast as human right. possible in the game. If you're a hunter, yeah. yeah. How how well do you think you grasped like just the basic user interface when you when you first started playing? Well, it wasn't really until the last time I played that I knew what was... I didn't really even understand what my spells were doing. I didn't understand... Oh, really? I, so I still don't really mean, understand what yeah, shadow okay. damage is versus, you know, right, corruption right. versus one thing you'll, or you'll, you'll start getting more knowledgeable in that as, as we go along, and I kind of... Yeah. I don't want to... I don't want to influence your decisions on, you know, building your character at all or anything like that based on my knowledge, but... Um, well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have him going like the affliction template. Oh, man. totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's well, got, hey, hey, he's I, got corruption nearly to uh, zero right cast now. I oh, yeah. Well, all right. I thought you guys only got to level eleven or something. Yeah. Like well, that. he's no, no. I've upgraded it twice. Yeah, we must be. We must be. You must be higher level than that. Must be thirteen. Because I think you had because you only have it, like or three or maybe we're twelve. I don't know. Sorry. It takes like five points to make. Yeah, like, an but I think cast. he's got it. He's got it down right. to like. Two seconds now. It's pretty quick, yeah. From you three. definitely want to make it instacast. Oh, yeah. By the way, we're headed. In the right <laughs> anyway, you not know, to the, influence you in creating your character or anything, but you you, you 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 say that you don't understand exactly what your powers are are doing or, or yeah, and I don't really I don't know what all the keyboard shortcuts are, and right. you know it, it wasn't until. The last session that I even knew about this whole putting points into what is it abilities into your talents, Templates, your talents, talent. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I mean, as you can tell, I mean, I don't even know what they're called, but I exactly. kind of like it that way. It's it's a lot more interesting and thrilling to me than spending twice as much time trudging around reading, reading, and rereading these quest things. Just I don't know. I time's important to me, and I want to get the most out of my right. time. And and World of Warcraft tends to do a fairly good job, I think, you know, being, you know, allowing you to maximize your time on there. Even if you don't know what you're doing, you can get a lot accomplished, you yeah. know, in just, you know, a few hours 
provided the quest doesn't provide. mislead you with silly stuff like, oh, it's just south of the river and it's a, it's a red stone. <laughs> it's a red stone. <laughs> right, but it's right. actually a two rivers south and, and blue. it's blue and stones. Oh, we're not going to tell you until go you've all come all the way back. Oh, you should have read your quest log because you need to go all the way back there and <laughs> further back to the ghost lands. You to finish this quest, yeah. right? So you, you have you been helping him and out, out and all? Oh, but stars? I'd forgotten. Like I <laughs> forgot too. Right. So we were right. on a. It was I remembered like the old undead warlock quest where you just go to the undercity and summon it right there. Your your first. Uh, Oh, what's the big blue guy called? Uh, the Voidwalker. Your Voidwalker, yeah. It's like, I'd remembered that one. I was like, oh, no, we got to go back to the Ghostlands. I only did it like a month ago. I can't believe I forgot. Right, right. But, um, you know, that was pretty cool. But the thing that my fun, one of my fondest memories was when he was frantically life-tapping himself to try to get the <laughs> and, and I was and like, his, his man is going full, down. but his life is dropping. Yeah, because I thought the spell yeah. gave me life, right, not right. mana. Life. In, time, in time, you will understand that life-tap, life-tap, while it has its uses, you know, you don't want a life here, tap yourself out. It was cool, though. <laughs> it's like he's... Wow, what's getting it? Yeah. Oh, I he's mean, doing it, it to himself. I don't think, oh my god! I, I I don't think it will ever allow you to totally kill yourself, but it'll allow you to get like really low. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and that that reminds me of one of my more favorite amusing moments in my first hours is that. I don't think I'd even been in the game for like five minutes, and then like Mark's trying to duel me, and like little <laughs> banner comes on. You have been, you've been <laughs> duel or, or challenge to a duel, challenge to a yes. duel, and it's like, do you accept? I'm like, Psh, no, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> That's one of the most <laughs> annoying things to me is when you get, you know, you're just you're you're just trying to get quests done or level up or whatever, and some guy out of nowhere just like challenge me to a duel, and he's like ten levels higher than oh, yeah. you, or he's ten levels lower than you, and you're just like. Psh, I, I, love the when, I love it. I love it when you're, you know. You oh, like, sorry, you're gonna have to bleep that one out uh-huh. too. I like it when you mosey into a town and you know you're, you're just getting all your quests and bam, somebody slams it down and you look over and he's like, you know, you're level like 12 and he's level 30 and you're like, what? Why are you even here? What? Why aren't you out like leveling or doing some instance or something? Why? Why do you want to duel me? And he's like, come on, please. Like, <laughs> come on, man, duel me. Duel he needs me, an ego man. stroke. I know. I'm like, so I'll, you know, I like, I'll say yeah, and then I'll just like lay down, you know. Like I'm not even gonna give you the pleasure of this one. Or the other I thing I like to do is I like never respond. I just leave it like hanging there. That's kind of fun to do. Oh, yeah. can he d- challenge duel to anyone else when that's up like that? No, but eventually nah. it eventually goes away. But it's kind of fun to do. You that. can run around and still do stuff while it's while it's. Yeah, up, you're right? fine. But he's you know he's just like waiting. He's sitting there anxiously <laughs> waiting. <laughs> you trying to Come get on, position? man. He, oh my Please god! Accept me. I only have ten levels on it, but he might pull a trick out of his. <laughs> Who knows what he might have? He's exactly. There, you know, he's wily. What so. um, what did you think about just the general overall feel of the game? Like like, did you feel like you were like in a really cool setting, you know, did you kind of just say, eh, just kind of blah, you know, I really don't... I really liked it. I I find the artistic direction as I'll say in my rant, very very attractive. It's more. It's a lot more simplistic than a lot of other games that are out there. Right, I mean, it's I mean, not it the most complex graphics engine out there. Yeah, well, even dated, when it came but, out, I mean, there was EverQuest 2 seemed more, much more advanced, but Warcraft, World of Warcraft, was so much more attractive because it's just got better design. Right, the art, the art is basically where it's where it's at for me. I agree. And I love the art direction of the 
Blood Elves area, the architecture, the colors, the right. rolling hills, everything. It's just Did you, it's very engrossing. You know, and I know this is you know, not necessarily my strong topic, but did you did you follow the lore quite a bit when you were playing? Did you read the books? Oh plays? yeah. Did you yeah try to get a feel for you know what the blood elves were all about? The but they're yeah. pure evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're 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 self-importantly pure evil, which is great. They have they're very narcissistic, which yeah. is uh, I think is well is delivered well, written well and all the dialogue and I actually did want to read it because Mm -hmm. that just gives me one more reason to enjoy playing it perhaps enjoy playing it on my own which so far I don't think I'd like to do because it's just so much more fun to play with you guys so far it's fun to play with friends yeah I agree it becomes more of a a grind you know trust me on this it becomes more of a grind when you're just grinding your way to yeah yeah through levels or whatever you know you have a much better experience playing well playing any game for that matter was you know with, with others yeah. Um. So uh, one of the one of my favorite little comments is what I like is I like seeing the references and the ties to Warcraft Three because that's the one Warcraft game that I've actually played through and I really liked right. that and see all the ties to that. Oh yeah, it's all and there. just the the attitude of the Blood Elves is just it's almost kind of comical how self assured and, and confident and narcissistic they are. And I remember one of my Warlock guys saying. Well, you did pretty good so far, but I need someone with more than looks, and I think you have that. And it just it was so stupid, but it was hilarious, yeah. you know. Just I didn't expect yeah. it. I've heard, I've heard, um, I've heard people compare the blood elves and their whole, you know, everything about them to be like a comparison to Rome and in, in its final days in the, the yeah. Coming, yeah, you know, which is kind of interesting. Right, right. Um, but then again, I've heard the, uh, I've heard their their capital city compared to like New York City too. So yeah, with yeah. the stock market and you know the Wall houses. Street area. Oh yeah, I mean I love area. I love how their I love how that city is set up. No, it's I, awesome. I love I love Silver Moon City. Yeah, that's my favorite. If only there were city. people in it. That'd be great. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I mean, I, I know it's not the most ideal place to yeah to that's set the, up that's the whole set up shop, but yeah, I mean, the city itself is just great. I mean, you can. You know, you can hit an auction house wherever you want. There's like two two auction houses, mailboxes two banks, everywhere. Mailboxes everywhere. Yeah, it's like it's fantastic. Yeah, it's 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 pretty too. Just yeah, like it is. You know, I mean, sorry, all it's, those areas. It's your great. segment, noob. But <laughs> but yeah, that was actually about a, a few minutes ago. This Sagan to I have two other things that I thought were really funny. Yeah, I guess well, I guess there were three other moments that were really funny, and one of them when I was reading that whole comment about. Yeah, not needing someone with more than looks and someone that actually has ability. Mark says, "Oh wow, this cool shadow strike ability makes the cats smoke before they die." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn it! I'm reading this lore. I need to read this lore because I want to get in the game, but I really want to see what the hell he's talking about." And my screen's just filled with all these like text windows and like and stuff like that. But in the one small area below all these little menus and pop-ups is I can still see some of the game world. And a little cat with smoke puffing out of it runs by, and, and then here's. Yeah, I turn to the right and it's dead. Shadow word pain is beautiful. That's what it was, yeah. Games. They never see it coming. They run for their lives, but they do it with a smoke trail right before they die. It's so hilarious. <laughs> so there is that. Oh, it's beautiful. Then, you know, tying into that whole feeling, kind of rushed feeling, like I, I don't, I don't want to slow you guys down too much, but still get the most out of my time. We went and we did that first of many, many, many head-gathering quests that seemed to be 
in this Barbaric, whole game. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems like that's the main the main the most common quest we do is, is chopping heads off and delivering them. <laughs> that was one of the first right. ones that we did. And it was and Mark had just told me repeatedly even before I'd even started playing this game months ago, like, oh the I love the layout and the architecture's these huge towers and it's right and it's so it's got such depth in three D too and you're going up ramps and everything. I'm like, oh this is the place that Mark really likes and sure enough he pointed it out as you we were going through it. And, and his busy rush to get all the way back down to the tower because he's done this a million times. He went right off, right off the edge of the walkway because there's no railing. And I landed right on right, the, right in the the one inch thick water and died. <laughs> yeah, you thought you were gonna live. And I, I I had so many things I had nearly landed on on the way down because I totally <laughs> fell in between a crack, like at the very top, like right where the the the, the guy that you kill is, right? And I fell and I just kept falling and falling and I, th- I was like, there's a ledge. Nope, can't get there. Oh, there, there. And I saw, oh, at least there's water. And then I'm dead. And I'm like, oh, I don't, was... even, I don't even have resurrection yet. And I'm the only priest, so I guess I'll just. It was so hilarious. And then I think either right before that or shortly after that, we were going to get another quest over at the, the picnic table with the arcane items out in the middle of the clearing. That was another moment where I was taking my time to read the text, and <laughs> Mark and Houston are waiting. Like, have you gotten the quest yet? Have you gotten the quest yet? You're standing right here. You're talking to the guy. Have you gotten the quest yet? Right. And I'm trying to read it, and I'm trying to understand it, so I have to reread it. And then Mark says, "Well, the girls are really like it when this happens, but I'm gonna do it anyways." <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's doing the blood elf dance on top of the picnic table with yeah. arcane relics, and the oh. clothes start popping off. <laughs> and I found out that the. Um, uh, well, I, maybe it's not a definitive thing, but I've heard that um, most people's consensus is that the female blood elf dance is based off of Britney Spears. Probably. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I forgot what the <laughs> male one is based off of, but there's a, that one's even funnier, the story behind Probably some, I don't know, I, I've had a hard time figuring that one out, too. Yeah, I mean, every other dance that I've seen in that game, I've, I've figured out, but the blood elf ones are like... Yeah. Totally but yeah, the, the, the female one is, and I've been playing a female blood elf priest, so I was, I was in my g string, working, oh, yeah. working it, kicking the checking all the different the camera angle views out. I'm like, wow, this is great. It was just hilarious. Have you, have you tried any uh, mods, interface mods yet? The the first couple nights I didn't, but already I was starting to run into what I felt were shortcomings of the UI. Right. For instance, you get so much loot from killing monsters and actually just from killing monsters and completing quests and that was something that really frustrated me is that there's so many quests that you're getting put through in this generic every for everybody quests at the start right where you end up getting i got it it's napoleon dynamite that's who he is that's who the male blood elves are that's that famous dance at the uh the end of the talent show yeah you're right that's what it is you're right yeah. Sorry. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're discussing about the <laughs> Yeah, the, the, quests, the, the, the quests give you items that you can't even use depending right, on your right. character class. So I'd look at it and I'm like, well, what does red mean? What does gray mean? And right. should I equip this or should I not? And I w- it was really cumbersome trying to determine if I should equip a certain shirt or scarf or gloves or whatever. And that was probably one of the most important first mods that I got. That... Which it, it, it's an, an instant loot. So the first mod that I'm referring to, it actually allows you to compare just by mouse over an item in your inventory with whatever is currently equipped to find out if you should use it. And right, that is right. so much more value. 
That's it's cool. Just, it's such I don't even sense. think I have that one installed. That's kind of oh, handy yeah. to have, though. Just, it's so nice. I love it. it just And then, boom, I, I can make I mean, this right I already way. know all this stuff, but for somebody who, you know, just doesn't even want to bother with that kind of thing, I mean, it's really... I mean, granted, you're only picking up, you know, gray items, of course. You know, at yeah. the beginning, every bit of copper is, you know, important as you can get. Um, then you got, what, quick loot? Quickly, would just, you know, automatically pops the window up underneath my mouse cursor for me to pick up loot. Which, you know, it's another thing. It just kind of speeds it up. It's 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 not so much that I'm trying to blaze through it, but just right, just common just little conveniences. Yeah, convenient little things that help you out. You know, and having played lots of console console RPGs, it wasn't until later console RPGs that you were able to do optimize equip. You know, just equipping with whatever is the best, whatever is going to be the best for each of my characters right, right. and it's surprising to see PC RPGs which in my mind is where video game RPGs began they didn't begin on consoles they started right. out on, our, on PCs to see that kind of interface shortcoming when for years I've been able to do it on consoles and it's been nice you know because mm-hmm. sometimes there's a lot of gamers with different play styles out there and they don't want to get bogged down with this monotonous back and forth comparison stuff let's just keep going yeah right right you know, as much as I want to read all the lore when it comes to equipping things, you know, just Right, you just want to make point. it as fluid as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got um, Monkey Quest, right? Was yes. For the quest. Yes, which I'm not quite so sure what's going on there. <laughs> oh, that's that's the quest compiler that's yeah, over on the left. Yeah, puts it up there. Yeah, that was, that's another thing that just seems like such a common sense enhancement to the UI to be able to quickly see all your quests that are up there with a nice little list and you find out immediately without even having to read anything how complete a quest is if you have to kill 10 of these or eight right, of those. Right. It goes from red to, to green with each collection that you get. And that's really nice. It just kind of smooths it out and makes me really appreciate that at least Blizzard provides the ability to have these mods created and be plugged in. I agree, and I, I totally agree with that. That's, that's one of my favorite parts about you know how they designed this game is that they designed it so... You know, you could tweak it to the point where you know you don't have to, you don't have to have like a big user interface at all. It could just be, you know, I've I've seen I've seen user interfaces where the entire screen is full with buttons. Mark. Oh no, man! <laughs> I, you haven't seen the new one, right? I haven't seen um, your new streamlined so, version. So hardcore. Yeah, I hit, all, I hit like Alt Z, and I just play it like that, just right, with Alt Z. Right. You know, and I just when I like loot stuff, I just guess. I just, I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I think that's. I think I'm in the general vicinity. I, right. I haven't been having much luck as far as leveling or surviving, <laughs> <laughs> but the screenshots are just gorgeous. I bet. I, I bet. tell you, yeah. You know, but then I've seen, you know, I've seen user interfaces that, you know, they have, you know, it just provides you with the functionality that you need. Mm-hmm. You know? Like mine. <laughs> Raw. So for our listeners, Mark has, I don't know, two or three Rubik's Let's provide a screenshot of, of, Mar- of Mark's user interface. Yeah, put it up on the like, website. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Really <laughs> it's, it's your own personal Zen garden. So, for, so you've actually you. started to get into some mods on your user interface, which is which is really cool because I I hadn't expected you to to uh, you know wanted to modify the UI. Oh um, yeah, all that much. I didn't even know that you could game. scale it until the last oh, yeah. time that we played that you can yeah. actually shrink the size of oh, the yeah. icons and the, the space the menu take up, which is really nice. It makes a big difference to be able to shrink that down to a reasonable, readable 
Yeah. Just so you can see more of what's going on on screen. I really like that. As you've been playing the game, have you have you been um, becoming more intrigued um, as far as getting your character, you know, to the point where you think, you know, well, okay, I think I understand what's going on a little bit, you know, as far as, you know, team gameplay is concerned, like, you know, as far as, okay, I, I shouldn't do this because this will adversely, you know, affect what happens, you know, to my To make my a teammate, teammate more vulnerable. Right, right. Yeah. Have you started grasping any of those kind of concepts yet? Just out of curiosity, I'm just... You know what? I'm not sure, because I still feel a lot more confident in what I'm doing. I feel a lot more comfortable with the spells and managing items and all the other stuff just by combination of experience and your your input and the mods. It's made things a lot more playable. Right. And I, I feel a lot more comfortable, but I still feel like I'm a little bit running... Running roughshod through the game, man. Yeah, exactly. Really just are. because I feel I mean, like we're there's just been no, we're blazing through no it. challenge, except for when we went out to the ghost lands with just the two of us. Yeah, which was fun, and that was still well under control. Right. right. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, nothing that you felt like you were in gonna. No. You know, so I don't think he's had the chance wiped. to really, uh, really save us. You know, send in his um, void walker to dry aggro yeah. or anything like right, that. Right. Yet. And you know, even me trying to like kill us, I still haven't been able to yet. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you did die. I though, did die a though. Times. Yeah, I forgot what I did. Well, aside from falling off things backwards, I, <laughs> I did. Um, I don't even remember what I did, but I, I just yeah. I pulled think I, too much stuff. Well, I pulled like <laughs> I pulled too much stuff, and then I was screwing around with something. Like I think I was adjusting my UI. While fighting, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I got plenty of health. I'll just pop a heal, and then the next thing you know, I was dead. And I, I think I told Noah, I was like, I don't believe this. I died. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I haven't died. I don't know when That's I true. died last. You know, I'm used to. Yeah. Used That's to playing funny. like a warrior with a gazillion hit points. So I was like, what's this death thing? I'm gonna pull ten mobs. And <laughs> <it'll be laughs> I'm a priest, you know. So yeah. priests are great say, for pulling. That type of play is. Not the norm. Reckless. <laughs> well, yeah. Reckless. Reckless. But, you Reckless know, vexing. It's so That's easy fun. right now. It's so, yeah, you know, it is. And at the I earlier levels, you can pull stuff off that. like well, that. When we get so. to the instances, that's when I think he'll... Uh, well, yeah, you have to, to pull on the reins. When you get into the Learn your class, noob! Yeah, I haven't yeah. died yet, so, I mean... Yeah. It's, but I, I guess, so far, I feel like I've been really yanked or, or been blazing through the game but it's been right. so it's been so much more fun than if I tried to stumble through it on my own. And, oh yeah. And I'm really enjoying it so far and I am intrigued with how the character's developing and getting better at it and seeing what new spells are on the corner yeah. and, and armor and customization of my character because for all that thought and excitement that I had about my character when I first created it, <laughs> um, as we went through all these quests and the starting blood levels areas, I'm like, look, there's less. my character. There's my character again. My character is a thousand NPCs that are already out there. Right. And I've, I've seen that even with Mark's character, not as often as mine. Maybe mine just stands out to me because I'm like, oh, that's my character. You have the same hair right. color and everything, you know? Yeah, the yeah. individualities come in. And then the other cool thing I think we should mention is, you know, you got into uh, optimizing your, like, uh, your button bar for your, yeah. your attack order and stuff. Yeah, so he's got his helped. dots lined up. Oh, okay, excellent. And that, that helped you know, because I didn't really uh, know, you know that's what a, they did. That's something that most noobs, you know, they, you know, you don't even grasp the concept of, of doing stuff like that yeah. for a while. You know, even like creating like simple macros to, 
you know, cast a certain set of spells, you know, in a certain order. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, that's great. That's great. I'm impressed that you're you're already that far along. Yeah, well, he's a console hardcore addict. Ah, you got damn console players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Great. Yeah. I think uh, that'll do it for this edition of uh, Noah yeah. the Noob. Yeah. And uh, check out the video version. Check out the video version, of and course, the because the, uh, highlights. the highlights, of course, because those if are all. If only I'd put that duel in where I died. <laughs> oh. <I lost. laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's something yeah. else that I, I guess that's a good tag on this. Yeah, is Noah, Noah, who has never played this game before, actually defeated Mark. Yeah, Mark has a, dueled duel. me, I don't know, six or seven times, and as he was going through his computer files last week, I saw, I'm like, why do you have recordings of all the times you've dueled me? Except for like, one. Except, except for, for the, the one time, time where, where I jumped into a duel yeah. and I beat him. That damn fraps. Which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Buggy. Yeah. Buggy. Yeah, yeah buggy. But it was so convenient <laughs> that my one victory yeah. is right. not recorded, but I, your seven victories against me are. I'm going to talk to my production guys and we're going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to do a, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have to go through you know what the hell happened here. Uh, All right. I just well, I have it burned into my memory the wonderful visions of you frantically running over the hillside trying to cast spells at me and me just hitting fear on you and then just zapping you. Yeah. It's great. For a noob, he's got fear down to science. <laughs> it's my favorite. Spell. Fear dot dot dot. Fear dot dot dot. Fear dot dot. Fear dot, dot. <laughs> hey, hey, there's more to warlock. Than that, <laughs> I love it. All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. It's a pretty big update. I mean, they put a lot of work into this, which kind of. I hear like, they're adding like a trade skill kind of yeah, thing going on new, there. Yeah, new crafting system called Invention. And cool. uh, to go with that, they've added a whole bunch of new loot. So I think we've kind of, as we played, we've seen some some loot starting to drop, like the salvage and stuff. Right. But, is that what they're going to do to turn? Because mm-hmm. uh, that, that originally that was supposed to be used to make your bases. And right. Stuff, right. But now it's <laughs> there goes that synthesizer again. But uh, but anyway, now it has a mind of its own. It's, it's alive, and it's <laughs> it's funny that it's like seventies, like a seventies retro <laughs> sense sound because it, it's like right along. I can hear like the Demon Seed soundtrack right now, which is oh, no. a, a blast from the past. <laughs> this guy's like computer like comes to life and inseminates his girlfriend. Yeah, and it's just like that. It's, like, yes. it's totally the. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So with the, you know, I don't, I'm not too familiar with that movie though. Does, does he just like, does the computer just like, oh, yo, yeah, oh yeah, baby. Well, yeah, he kind of does. Give me some of it. And you know, you like it, it like the, that. At the very end, she has a baby, and, and it says, <laughs> it says in the same voice as the computer, it's like, I am alive. It's, <laughs> it's the big scary thing. So, uh, you know, awesome. But um, anyway, back to the Take hopefully, the, hopefully like you want it. Hopefully, the demon seed synthesizer will will stop <laughs> for now. We can get through this. But um, but anyway, yeah. So it drops salvage, but now it's going to be like flavored um, based on enemy origin type, like magic, technology, that kind of a thing. So you get the right salvage, and I guess if it works with your origin, you get a bunch of benefits from it. Um, so do you create like um, 
you know, different temporary weapons, stuff like that? Yeah, not temporary though, permanent. Permanent weapons. Yeah, and okay. I guess there are there are temporary things as well, but you can... Do you get stuff that uh, you can make to boost, like, your enhancements or replace your enhancements yeah, altogether? Yeah, a whole new... Uh, the enhancements, will, they say, will be better than single origins. They'll be um, individual Excellent. enhancements, um, and they're going to have sets. Like, in, there'll be sets to the enhancements, so you can put, like, a whole themed set of enhancements in your powers. Oh, right so, on. So it's like a, you know, like getting a set of uh, armor, like in World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like, you know, it's like raid gear, but ah, like player excellent. crafted raid gear. Okay. So, you cool. know, I mean, it's it sounds pretty pretty darn impressive what they've what they've added. I mean, things like um high-tech wings, um rocket boots, uh, you know, just different costume pieces and right, things right. like that to give you that uniqueness. Oh, and, right. So you don't necessarily need, like, to have a big old pair of wings to fly no. or whatever. You know, you can always add, like, a pair of rocket boots yeah. or so it's gonna, whatever. I think it's going to really kind of go to that Neat. that level that we always wanted with individuality with our characters. To where I always like that about Sue Heroes. Yeah, I mean, know, not, that, not that it lacks any level of individuality. I mean... No, I mean, well, I mean, you, you come down to it, like, your basic powers are, you know, pretty, you know, you, you might spec a little bit different oh, yeah. here and there, but I mean, pretty the much look, all the same. But the, the look itself is yeah. like, hey, so, man, it's all about dressing your Barbie doll, isn't it? It is. It really <laughs> does kind of take you to a place just you might not be comfortable with, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. And then um, this update will also cover, it'll have um, a new task force, which is the Statesman Task Force. Um... So this will this is like so you get the, to face the man himself. Yeah, it's the hero's answer to Episode Seven's um, Strike Force for Lord Recluse. Right, right. So uh, it starts out. Statesman will tell you um, that Lord Recluse is up to something big in Granville, and then I guess it just you know the whole thing goes Snowballs to hell from, from there. there huh? Yeah, it's gonna have like um, mayhem type missions. Um, oh, see, so that's cool. Yeah, and there's gonna be you know a whole bunch of powerful NPCs for the the players to basically. You know, have encounters with and deal with. So it's gonna. I think it's gonna feel really heroic. Is the the aim, um, and then of course the final mission is the big boss encounter with Lord Recluse. So you know, can't get any better than right, that right. if you're a hero. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, and there's another thing they they tried to balance this task force out to make all the archetypes feel useful. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you know only defenders will shine, but like. You know, for those poor scrappers, will actually feel like they're contributing in some way. Well, I don't know. I mean, there, you know, there were some of the missions that, you know, you felt like the scrapper was like the main guy who kind yeah. of popped in and out. But I think this will really work to make every every archetype feel valued and needed. And I think they're. Gonna I mean, work granted, on there is the one big one. Are, are there going to be any changes to Hamden? Yeah, there are. Um, so they've redesigned it. Um, it was originally designed as impossible, and now it won't be. Um, well, I mean, it, w it was possible. It was after just, a long time. It was just, you know, and plus the video lag on it. I mean, even if you had a high-end system, it was just yeah, pretty hot, pretty horrible. unplayable. I mean, you, I remember doing it with my uh, with my blaster, and I'd press like a power, and two minutes later, it would actually fire off. Yeah. <laughs> that sucked. And I guess, I guess there's some funny things about it. Like, um, the devs, they had the, they thought they had the ultimate strategy that players would use, and the players never did it that way. And then, you know, as it went on, because it was so hard, they they released all these guides that came out with, like, the optimal strategy, mm -hmm. the optimal team build, with the optimal, arch optimal archetypes to have 
Yeah, and then those types that didn't need to be included in there were basically just left out right. to dry. Yeah, you know, it's it's like the chamois in uh, World of Warcraft or something, or the. Oh come on! Sorry, man. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's like uh, so. So what happened Give was the some after the guides came out, um, players were easily easily obtaining the Hamadon um, origin enhancements, and so. Um, Anyway, I guess the devs actually listened to all the gripes by the players and have modified it. So, um, some of the like real detailed changes to it are: uh, Hamadon is harder to hold. Um, the mitochondria spawn rate's been adjusted. Um, it's now open to City of Villain players. So there's a new zone, the Abyss um, oh, houses cool. Hamadon so in the Rogue Isles. Okay. Yeah, rebalanced. Uh, like I said, to give all the uh, archetypes uh, importance in the raid group. Um, and then the zone player cap for the Hive and Abyss limited to 50 players. So there'll be multiple so zones spawned. Yeah, it's okay. capped. So it'll spawn multiple zones. So hopefully your your Lagfest will be uh, well, yeah, taken care of. Well, yeah, it definitely will be taken care of. But as long as they can adjust the difficulty down to the point where 50 people can actually take it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that should be know, great. And, then, and still make it challenging, of course. I mean, right. I guess that's the whole key, the whole balance issue there. Right. And then they've set the reward table up. There's like a, at the end of the raid, you can choose a rare HO, a Hamadon um, uh, origin, or you can right. do a recipe. And then there's a 24 hour limit. So you can't just repeat, like rinse and repeat over right, and over, right. over again and exploit it. Um, and they said they're going to keep evolving it um, just to keep the raids fresh and challenging. So so that sounds mm, really pretty cool for, a, you know, for an update. I mean, that's quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I remember, like, you know, it's like the big deal was, you know, whenever there was a raid, one of those raids going on was to try to help out and go do it. And then when you finally got there and found the other two billion people there sitting there waiting for it, and then, you know, the screen would go so slow and you'd be like oh my god am i even doing anything you just yeah. like look at your you look at the text box just hoping that you do a little damage to to say you contributed to do right. damage to them you know it was like yay i did it did five damage you know it was a blaster i didn't have that much problem but you know if, god if you were like a scrapper or something like that and you got even close to him you'd like oh, die yeah. instantaneously yeah so is this some kind of super boss yeah, yeah he was the major super boss you know i i don't think you ever got to that point no. in your uh, studio heroes uh career but um yeah it was you know it was kind of like one of the end game kind of things that you were able to do like the ultimate raid yeah yeah it was like the ultimate raid you know all players you know who were you know, level, well, the level cap was 50, you know, so level 50, you know, you'd all converge, you know, and just try to take this thing out, and you get an award for it, mm. you know, for for taking it out. So that uh, pretty much sums up uh, the update on that. Um, cool, cool. Well, I appreciate, uh, appreciate the research and information, and, uh, sure. well, we'll look forward to next week's segment. Sounds good. So for this episode's release dates, um, I just wanted to make it clear that I only really cover the stuff that I find interesting. Um, like I said, uh, what you don't before, find, you don't find Barbie's Playhouse massively multiplayer role-playing game very interesting, Mark? No, liar. <laughs> no, nor do I care about like the thousands of Korean um, 
ports that are coming out that have absolutely you no... You mean you don't care about Teletubbies massively multiplayer role-playing game, that one, That one, yes. That'll, that'll be <laughs> worth That and, uh, you know, there's, there's a few other ones that are important. But, we understand. Okay, so um, if I don't list something and you do want us to start including the the uh, release date history as we go along here, and, and we watch it slip and slip, and maybe you get canceled like Duke Nukem Forever. What? Um, what? <laughs> um, just feel free to send us an email at uh, mail at channelmassive.com. Suck it down. Yeah. <laughs> I did some research when I did this, when I was looking into these release dates, I actually looked into Duke Nukem Forever. And it's really funny because somebody like kind of put up some screenshots. He's to like, be announced. Oh my god! I got a tour of the studio, and they showed me this 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 like early alpha, and this is what it looks like. And it, these screenshots are gorgeous. What back when they were using what the Unreal and, Engine? Well, you know, I don't know what they're using now, but the screenshot I saw, you know, those those weird. Um, it, it was like back kind of in the in the 90s i think there was a few videos on like mtv with guys with like plastic hair you know like oh, yeah. like there was a primus video like they were barbie right. and yeah Ken yeah yeah, plastic yeah. Heads. that's what he looked like it was like this bright yellow hair and it was just it looked like so like weirdly awesome. synthetic it was just freaky <laughs> i was like wow it's the new or was that back when they were using the quake 3 engine i don't know I think they're doing the like stop animation clay modeling engine <laughs> now. That's <laughs> what clay. it kind of looked like. <laughs> they, they, they're totally going old school. Yeah, they're, they're. What's the name of that guy? Like the master of he did like Sinbad and oh, Jason oh, and the Argonauts. Harry House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that technology. They've licensed <laughs> so, it from beyond Duke, the grave. Duke Harryhausen. Oh my god, it's like so funny. But hey, it's better than what they've got probably. Well, whatever they have, I I don't know. I think it might be the Unreal Engine, but I'm not like Unreal Three or something. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I kind of forgot because I just the like the word bullshit just kept like popping up in front of my my vision. Right. But uh, anyway, on to the release dates. The ones that uh, that are coming up, as far as we know, um, Age of Conan um, slated for October 30th, 2007. Oh yeah. I know that yeah. because my uh, electronic boutique uh, thing. I pre-ordered this thing like like a year ago and, really? it, and the date keeps slipping and so I always get this email from them mm. and they're like October 27th and then the next day it was like October 30th <laughs> so please be good please I think, be good please I think most good. most people s- seem to think it'll be first quarter of 2008 really before we see it but well in the short term we do have something to look forward to with the betas yeah, that's true. We got the beta signups went out, so that that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good sign. <laughs> if only we had a system that could play it. <laughs> but uh, okay, the other good one that's coming out: um, Warhammer Online: Age of Reckoning, Q4 2007. That looks kind of cool. It looks real cool. I mean, orcs versus humans from the original, the original people behind. Plus, it. they have kind of like a whole uh, steampunk kind of thing going yeah. on too. Yeah, yeah, like the dwarves and yeah, the yeah. class and stuff. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. I just want to have a dwarf with a beard that grows as I gain power. I yeah, think that looks pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Or or an orc that gets huge, you know, like a <laughs> yeah. black guard or whatever they're called. Those those guys sound cool. Yeah. Um, here's another one: Dungeon Runners Q4 
Q2 2007. No. Tried dude. the beta. I gotta say, man, this is gonna be the ultimate game. I mean, after this comes out, I probably, <laughs> I'll probably not play anything else ever. I'll play dude, this sucker exclusively. This thing alone, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about getting like a bunch of computers. So, like, you know how like people do like the dual computer thing? I want to have like a party of three, like with the three major archetypes, and just like have them bo- all playing at the same time. <laughs> I think it's gonna be awesome, man. I, I'm really looking forward. Dude, to that. this is like some evil crossbreed between World of Warcraft and Dungeon Siege, man. It's just like. Ugh. No, I'm not looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah, I don't I don't like games where you can spend money to buy more stuff. I guess I find it unethical. Yeah, spend real world which money. When, well, I, when I find something unethical, I mean, it's, it's laughable, but it is The kind game of itself is free. <laughs> so the game itself is free. Right. But, but I hate yeah. that what I call the rich kid syndrome. I, yeah. I hate that, you know. It's like Magic the Gathering. It's like, you know. Yeah, but dude, I mean, how honestly, even the rich kids can't be dumb enough to blow money on this game. Well, I'm, I'm actually hoping they are. I mean, I think it'd be a great mm. place to invest a lot of money. I'm sorry, Play NC. I, I do not mean to bash you, but you are backing the wrong horse with this game. Well, they've done it before, so, mm. you know. They're risk takers. Most of them are cool. But anyway, and maybe that game will get cooler. Who knows? I, I don't know. I just I don't like that model much. But, um, you know, in another segment, Jason was talking about wanting a Roman game. Well, Gods and Heroes is due June 1st, 2007, and that's a Roman game. And not only is it a Roman well, game, but you get to boss around NPCs. So it's kind of like a oh, that's little, uh, little, I don't know, kind of like a real-time strategy MMO type. Do you get thing? to like pacify them by by making them watch arena games and stuff, like pitting glass? You know? We can hope, or we can yeah. subjugate them. That'd be cool. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, that that one looks pretty cool. I don't know about June first, but we'll we'll see. Can you have an orgy? We'll, we'll have to see. A Caligula. I think it's an M rating, so I kind of <laughs> doubt. Caligula <laughs> With only the stick of butter and and cruel intentions, you must <laughs> go forth on your quest, young Caligula. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> um, another game I'm looking forward to is Huxley. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's like. Q2, Q3, 2007's last update I've seen, so um, I'm hoping uh, I hope we actually see that one materialize. That's kind of like the next evolution of Planetside, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, conceptually. Kind of like Quake. I, I mean, I don't know. I think there's a lot of orphaned Quake 3 players out there who, like, Quake mm-hmm. 4 came out and they didn't like that, and they don't really like... I mean, they didn't go They didn't go to uh, Counter-Strike? No. I th- it's so slow. I mm. think a lot of the, the Quake 3 guys think that Counter-Strike is, like... Painful, painfully slow. Because you know you die and you have to wait forever, and, and for it's, the really boom not, it's really not. It's really not. Yeah, except for the boom headshot guy. So this could be like somewhere they could go. I don't know. I'm always looking out for them. Cool. You know. And then um, Lord of the Rings Online is due out April 24th, and that's like a hard date. And wow. Their beta is really the beta is really going well. Um, there's mm. no reason to think this they won't make turbine. it. Yeah, I think they'll do it. I think it'll come out, and I think it'll have a lot of followers since well i mean it is based on the it's a heck of a franchise it's based on tolkien it's a good franchise to hang your hat on so that's all the release dates i have for this uh, episode but uh we'll check back next couple weeks thank you very much mark thank you mark okay so this week's um rumor mill segment is going to cover battlestar galactica online oh yeah now this is uh, something that I've had a lot of conflicting thoughts about. 
Um, Why is that? Because it just seems like it could be a really bad, bad idea. <laughs> okay. Um, I- explain. Well, please let me, kind of, let me start with the history, kind of. Um, so, and I pulled this off of the One Up website, and it's kind of interesting. There's a few kind of interesting facts that kind of occurred back in early January. Um, originally, Battlestar Galactica Online for the Xbox 360 mysteriously showed up on the EB Games site. And this was like on January 2nd, 2007. Okay. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but listings on EB Games are usually interesting ways to find leaks. Yeah. So right. you go and you look there and you're like, oh my god, holy crap, Mark's Aquarium MMO is going to be out. <laughs> it's going to be so awesome. You know, so this is a great Sign place me up look. on the pre-sale. Oh, yeah. So, um, okay, so then mis- equally mysteriously, the next day the listing was gone. Mm-hmm. And um, it had said that, uh, you know, it was going to be published by Vivendi. So everybody, um, you know, out in the press checked with Vivendi and they denied anything about uh, Battlestar Galactica MMO. No news at all. Just nothing. Right. Doesn't exist. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, was it to be based on the universe, um, you know, the it, current I, universe? I'm not that... sure. You know, I think the graphic on it or, whatever, or you know, it might have been one of those just placeholder images, but it implied that it was going to be Battlestar Galactica Online. So you could only assume it was tied in with the, the, the you know, current incredibly show. successful, incredibly series, good TV the... series that's okay. current, right? And the other little interesting fact is that um, Battlestar Galactica writer and director Ronald D. Moore revealed that he was closely eyeing the video game industry with an interest specifically in the Battlestar Galactica franchise. Hmm. So this is something he's on record for saying, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, all that back in January was leading me to believe, my God, you know, it's going to come out, but they've, you know, they've done a little cleanup right now while they get the get the game going. Yeah. And again, my thought is this could be just a really really bad idea. And and I'm not the only one who thought that. Um so Scott, why, I'm I'm just still curious is why do you think this is going to be a bad idea? Well, well let me let me okay, let me tell you a little bit about um there's a website called brokentoys.org that okay. Scott Jennings runs and he's he's really kind of a cool writer. He's got some really good ideas and insights and and here's some of the ideas or some of the points he pulled together which were some of the points I had, too, and I agree with a lot of these. Um, the first thing, sci-fi MMOs have a really bad history of commercial success. Okay. Um, you know, if even, I, I suppose you could say Star Wars Galaxy is the successful one, but, yeah, but that's not, nobody's playing it anymore. No, it's because it was Everybody's badly and it was so mad. Watched. I mean, there's all this bad blood about it and everything because totally. of the change of direction. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay, it, it was relatively commercial successful, but it's a LucasArts product, too. So right. In general, though, you know, and you look at EVE Online, EVE Online's cool technolo- technologically, but is it commercially huge? Is no. it If you look at, like, say. the top two, which are Guild Wars and, and World of Warcraft, you know, by far World of Warcraft, and then if you look at the Korean market and, you know, all their crazy right. stuff. I mean, so anyway, that that's one point that I think is pretty valid. Um, MMOs, Beyond that. And, okay, MMOs based on commercial licenses have not been successful in the past. Well, okay. You know, until so Lord of the Rings and Age of Conan come out. Now those could be different. <laughs> they could be different. But I can only hope. But when you just slap a, you know, you slap an MMO around something commercial. Super Ken and Barbie Online oh, 2007. Sweet. You know, so that's that's another one. Um, the bar of expectations could be raised just way too high for TV fans. So it could be it could be a level of expectation that can't be reached by a game like this. 
I mean, this kind is of like how you those, Lord of the Rings. Many people consider Battlestar Galactica to be the best thing on TV right now. I mean, if you look at like Metacritic or something like that, it's like right up there. It's like The agree. Wire, Battlestar Galactica. I mean, it's it's way up there. And so I, those, love the, I love the show. So, I'll admit it as a fan. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm totally I'm totally on it. Right. So a title like this comes out. And you've got these, you know, just fans who are insane. Just like, you know, the Lord of the Rings MMO is going to face with, I mean, people who can quote all the lore for all the books. Oh, yeah. In the Sumerian, it was said that, you know, um, <laughs> well, you Sauron know, originally appeared said, as a giant werewolf. And he the same can be said for any, any World of Warcraft geek who tries to, you know, go back in, in time to the time of, you know, the beginnings of just the, you know, world, just Warcraft. The original Warcraft. I mean, there's going to be those people too who's oh, yeah. like, and they're not going to be able. You know, Blizzard probably has messed up on their continuity before. I'm I mean, sure I, it's impossible not to, especially as it becomes. I mean, there's so vast. much. There's so much crap there. I mean, yeah. Sorry, and I, I hate to call it crap for all you lore fans out there, but no, it's true. It's you know, I, and I, I know that there are people who follow the lore and they're like die hard about it. But you know, even Blizzard has messed up on their own lore before. Yep, it's true. And I, you know, I'm not a geek enough to know like when, but I'm sure there's a website that spells it all out very. Oh, I'm clearly sure. I'm sure you. there's some. I'm <laughs> sure there's some guy who yeah. has way too much time on their hands. Oh yeah, it's just... like it's like you know there was all those um, websites that popped up after the Lord of the Rings, or maybe there was one, but everybody was linking to it that was like. There are 26 inconsistencies in the filming of the Lord of the Rings movie, just the oh, first man. episode, and it's oh, like, yeah, totally. who cares? It's like, like that was great. great, you know? They did such a good job. But anyway, okay, so anyway, the bar could be set so high that people who play it based on the franchise would be like, man, this really just isn't doing it. So you get the, you, they'd, they'd pay for it, have a one-month free subscription, maybe they'd renew it one month, Under and they'd be done. Expectations. Right. Um, another problem is the series itself, the TV series, is episodic in nature with an unclear conclusion. Um, so new, ser new TV series content, as it rolls on, could contradict and break the game background as far as continuity goes. Yeah. So you think That's about, you know, a major, you know, cliffhanger or a major revelation or something like that, and then, you know, the game, suddenly all the lore in the game is like, you know, hanging off the cliff there, just waiting to be pushed over. People have to realize, I mean... <laughs> The Star Wars franchise totally broke with continuity when they started doing all the books. Yeah. If you remember that, was... that whole series of books that came out, and it was like, I mean, it, they totally broke continuity. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm failing to see... I guess what I'm doing is I'm failing to see why all these arguments lead up to why this is going to be a failed project, well, if it does indeed, you know, It go could be the sum of the... You know, and this is all based on... Now, remember, this is all based on the assumption that it's going to be, like, a traditional sci-fi MMO. Right. So keep that in mind. So are there more points on this list? Though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and it's the sum of the points, I think, that makes it, like... Yeah. Mm, you know, I just really yeah, felt like... Keep going I felt it. like, oh, yeah. So, okay, so... Okay, here's the one I, I think's the best. How do you cram a million players in one battle star? And what the <laughs> hell are they going to do? Right? I'm crafting. I'm going to be in the maintenance deck working right. on the, um, you know, the the... The Viper stuff, you know. Well, they'd have to. There'd have to be multiple battle stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, are you gonna like? You know, is each battle star an instance? You know, like, 
I don't know. It's just like, what do you do on a Battlestar? You know, what, I'm, I'm sorry. What are your career paths? All, all I care about is are there hot, silent women I, I know. or not? I know. And we, you know, yeah, we'll get to We'll get to that. Okay, so and then the <laughs> other one is everyone wants to be a lead character. I mean, um, and that's always with a problem with games based on commercial franchises is you identify with these main characters or their types, right? right. Well, you can't be like Commander Adama, or I'm sorry, Admiral Adama, Right, you can't. And that ties right. into your disappointment with Lord of the Rings that you couldn't be a wizard in this yeah. game. Gosh darn it! If I, I, I want to be a wizard if I play that game. I don't want to be but a freaking to lore the master. Lore, there's, there's only, only five. five, and you can't be that. That's right. So you know, it's like, yeah, I want to be, you know, like a, or I mean, I don't know. It just that that was something too that was a bit of a concern. Um, so. You know, it just, it's like the world just seems, it seems like too finite of a world. Everybody's crammed into one battle star. Um, what are they going to do for PvP? Could I be a Cylon? I mean, you know, that was a big question I, I had. Again, the only Tri question I have is if I am a Cylon, can I be a hot Cylon chick? Okay. <laughs> um, what is my career path going to be in this? Yeah. You know? What, what can I, I, it seems like I could be a civilian. Could I be a politician? Could I be a... Could I be, uh, you know, how exciting would that be? You know, ooh, well, there's a president, and we have an election every four years or whatever. A hot Cylon years? chick. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, or I'm so, a Cylon doomed to Cylons, perpetually be reborn in a vat of Hot goo, Cylon succubus. You know? Okay, all right. Um, who wants to be, like, the disposable maintenance worker or, you know, like an <laughs> airlock plug on feet, basically, you know? You know, every time that thing gets hit, there's, like, Bodies flying out of there, you know. It's like uh, that poor battle star. It looks like crap right now. I tell you. And a, and the most important question is: Would there be an evil politician class that you could play? You know. <laughs> I mean, so the, these are, I think, when when we first saw the announcement, I think this is what I and a lot of other gamers thought. Yeah, of course. Um, but what's and and you know, Jason, you you know, you, you still seem to think it might be viable. Well, here's the recent news, and here's what I think is kind of cool. So on March eighth. To, and this is fairly recent news, but um, March, 8th, March 8th, 2007 announcement. Um, Battlestar Galactica MMO announced for fall of 2007. Available only by download. What? Yeah, that's according Where? to GameDaily.com. Only by download. That's the distribution plan. Okay. Um, it'll arrive by Xbox Marketplace for the Xbox 360. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then, okay, so... Um, PCGamersBlog.com describes the game both single and multiplayer RPG. So it'll have two modes of play, so you okay. can play by yourself or you know get on do the massive thing. It includes piloting for either humans or Cylon forces. Um, ships from the TV show featured with missions based on favorite episodes, so you'll get to relive like all the epic battles and stuff like that. Um, game content updated via multiple delivery methods for content topical to what's going on in the Battlestar Galactica universe for seasons to come. This is from Ed Zobris, president of Sierra Online, and they're the firm developing the game. Mm. Um, even though, you know, it'll be published by Vivendi. Um, and what isn't? They're claiming players will be able to immerse themselves in the Battlestar Galactic universe. And the quote is, we wanted to bring a more intense combat experience to gamers. That's from Bill... Kispert VP Interactive of Universal NBC. So, so it's actually looking more, more, more or less like it's not going to be so much a massively multiplayer role-playing game. It's going to be a, it's going to be a single-player game, initially with a multiplayer uh, element to it as far as 
you know, battles are concerned. That sounds like X-Wing or TIE Fighter. You know what it sounds like to me? What? And this is what I'm excited about. It sounds like Wing Commander. Like an updated version yeah, of Wing Commander. Yeah, it almost sounds like Wing Commander, like, like, where they have like, like maybe some missions. Wing Commander with fresh episodes and, you know, like a, like content that's updated um, based on what's going on with the, the TV that's series. That's a cool idea. Then so we, essentially it's not going to be a massively multiplayer role-playing Yeah, game. I mean, it, it'll be as much of a... as like It'll be like a planet fall, but in space. Right, right. So it's massive, but... Role playing? I don't know. You're more like Probably a you're not. more like a pilot, but you can be a Cylon. You could be it's Cylons versus humans. So you could be, you know, one of those bio technical robotic ships or whatever the heck they are. You know those crazy those things, cool. the gross you know ships. Yeah. Um, if I can't be the if I can't be the politician who gets nailed by multiple Cylon hot females, then I just don't want to play. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the uh, Battlestar Galactica sex game. That's right. Yeah, that's a side project. That, uh, <laughs> after we do the aquarium, um, we'll have to work on that. But uh, just to just to summarize, so it's it's developed by uh, Australian-based Aron Games, who I've never heard of, but um, NBC Universal partnering with Sierra Online, a division of Vivendi Games, and Microsoft Xbox Live Arcade. It'll be HD format. Um, again, it's a Battlestar Galactica-themed space combat game, and it will also be available for Windows PC, also digitally distributed, bypassing those poor retailers. Um, it'll be downloadable from like sci-fi.com, nbc.com, or sierra.com. Huh. Pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, their big thing is going to be huge space battles with Cylons or humans, whatever you want to do. And the missions will be based on key battles from previous seasons and updated as new seasons roll on. You know, I wonder how much time we could even spend playing a game like that. I mean, what, we only have three seasons worth of material to work with? I haven't seen, I've only been watching the first season, but there haven't been a lot of space battles. It's It feels like you could see yeah. all the game has to offer in like two hours, if that's that, the case. That's that's kind of the thing I'm wondering now, with like their recent announcement, is what... Yeah. And that they're distributing it on NBC.com and SciFi.com, that I may be wrong, but it makes it sound like it's going to be some small shareware, 20 megabyte game that right. doesn't have much to it and you beat it in an hour. Well, what, what, what all could it have to it, I guess, if it's just space, epic space battles? I mean... You know, I mean, I guess... I mean, I, I love epic space battles. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but... But how epic? I mean... I mean, how... Do you honestly feel like you're going to be be a big part of the battle? I mean, that's that's the whole thing. You want to feel like you're making a difference yeah, it's, when you're play, playing one of these games, and it's like, eh, you know, are you really? Yeah. I don't know. I think that... Kind and that could explain why it's being able to come out so quickly. Right. Yeah, and that kind of comes back to my earlier point, was everybody wants to be a lead character, or at least, you know, make an impact, you know? Well, you're just going to be a, you know, fighter jockey, so... Right. It know. almost sounds like a simple... Well, this is a bad metaphor, but it almost sounds like kind of a simple Flash game that's had a pretty license left on it. Right. I know right. it's not going to be done in Flash, but it just seems right, like a simple right. game that could be any kind of air combat game, space combat game, and they've got... the. Battlestar. Yeah, you know, and, I, and I, I love, like, the, the Wing Commander series, you know, to death, but... Yeah, that I mean, there is some room where they could, if they did it right, they could probably go with that format. Right. 
you know, because they're just they're gonna have to make up space battles. They're gonna have to make up a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I mean, the I game mean, was two totally hours worth of gameplay. It's, maybe it's based on suggested space combat, right, right. you know. But because the episodes just don't, you know, it would be the episode. It would the whole movie. I mean, the whole TV series. What's so good about it is nothing to do with sci-fi. It's all about the human interaction and the human stories. And yeah, you know, that's true. Those, I agree. Those people who claim that. Whenever the Cylons aren't involved, it's not a fun story. Are idiots because it's all about the human interaction, you know. Right. So, you know, I could or the human Cylon interaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's always that. So anyway, that's kind of a that's kind of a little story version of, of the whole thing. And yeah, that's interesting. Pretty interesting. That was interesting. So that's interesting. Learned a lot more about the game that I didn't know. Really cool. Thank you for the Thank info, you, Mr. Miller. Today from the IGL studios, we're proud to present a live roundtable discussion of massively multiplayer role-playing games. The topic for today is... What is our topic for today, Noah? Oh, didn't expect that to happen, did you? He's still hoping, <laughs> He's still holding out hope that someone will remember. Today's topic of discussion is... <laughs> Today's topic of discussion is um, the fantasy-based uh, theme in massively multiplayer role-playing games, and is it overdone? I think so. Don't you? I think so. No. I think it's pretty well overdone. <laughs> I really don't have an opinion on that. I, <laughs> I think that they should have games where the theme for, for it is like, I don't know, roller skating. <laughs> We're just going to have like, like a massive rollerball, massively multiplayer role-playing game. Yeah, like every time we go around the track... No, it won't be rollerball, it'll be Starlight Express. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can like, if you do the snowball dance... Developed by, de developed by Origin and Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> uh, yeah, that could be cool. Yes, I think, I yes. think that could be really cool. So yeah, like if you do the snowball dance and actually get the... the member of the, you know, opposite sex or whatever to skate with you? Snowball dance? Yeah. Have you ever done that in roller skating? No. Yeah. Is that like shooting the duck in roller skating? No, no, no. That's yeah. where they play the slow song and you have to go get the girl to roller skate with you. Mm. And then she shoots you down and stuff like that. Oh, uh, and then you have to like... Then you just play games the rest of your life. Curl up in a little ball and yeah. in a fetal position sucking your thumb going, why doesn't she like me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just have only heard snowball. And I think that's an appropriate context. Uh, I call it Ice Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, it's it's too bad. Yes, but you know, I do think I I do think that the fantasy uh, themed massively multiplayer game is totally overdone. We do have some things on the horizon that are coming up um, from some companies that are. You know, trying to break the mold, I guess you could say. Um, it's been tried before. I mean, Auto Assault obviously came out, and it was, you know, supposed to be kind of like a Road Warrior-esque, you know, mm -hmm. dark wasteland, post-apocalyptic yeah. kind of world. But honestly, when I tried it out, it never really grabbed me like right. that. You know, it never really felt like I was, you know, in some kind of Road Warrior-esque kind of world. Uh, I wonder if some of this is because there's not enough material to crib from. I don't know. I don't know that that's necessarily right. I mean, I mean, okay, we have we do we do have some space 
um, type of games. You know, you have Star Wars Galaxies. <coughs> uh, <coughs> we have Eve Online, which is you know probably the most successful of the uh, oh, yeah. of these type of games that you know have kind of you know gone away from the fantasy based type of thing and focused strictly on a a space uh, science fiction. And that game is like. And, hard, you know, it's still huge. It's it's hardcore. It has depth. a lot. It has a lot of subscribers still. It's got. Uh, doesn't have separation by servers. So no, technology that's wise, true. It's got, like, I mean, technology wise, it has some really good server technology. They're able to have you know a lot of people on the same server cluster at the same time. Uh, you know, and 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 it's you know it does provide a. A different setting to play in, you know. I think you you got like all you know. You know, even though I hate to say it, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, Age of Conan is a fantasy based setting, even though it's a more, more mature. Yeah. You know. Slightly more mature. Yeah, slightly more mature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, you know, there have been so few. There have been so few ones to branch off and, and try something different. I mean, you've had like the Matrix Online. <sighs> Yeah, Whatever yeah. you know, we don't, all know how well that, that did. We don't hear about it uh, day to day. No, no, we're not. We're Stunning not. development in yeah. Matrix Online. <laughs> Is it still live? Yeah. It's, uh, oh, yes. Sony's it's, got it, I think, and uh, it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know how many servers they have. Like, Ottawa Assault's down to one server. Yeah. Oh, I mean, um, God, it's. You know. Yeah. Of course, there's City of Heroes. That's, that's yeah. Well, you know, City, okay. City of Heroes is another exception to the rule. You know, they are a superhero-based, uh, massively multiplayer game. Yeah. And uh, you know it. You know it, it's it's a good game. I, I I like that game. I I will always root for it and cheer for it. I'm not playing it currently. Um, but you know, it, it's a great game. They they did some really good stuff with it. I'm really looking forward to seeing how they turn it around into the Marvel franchise. Yeah, I think I I feel like that's where most of their their heart is right now. Right. I know they've been they released that new patch episode nine, which we'll talk about or yeah. or uh, you know breakthrough or whatever. But right, they you just feel like that whole studio is like embracing the whole Marvel thing. I feel like it. I w- I would. I mean. But personally, it, it was City of Heroes that even got me in, back into massively multiplayer games in the first place, just because my first experience was EverQuest, and I really didn't like that. Yeah. And nothing else that really came out. Some of the sci-fi stuff that came out was kind of interesting, but I just kept thinking it would be more Shades Earth of and Beyond was an early um, one uh, that used to be, a, you know, was a science fiction-based uh, massively multiplayer role-playing game. I never played game. that one. Never it was okay. You know, again, it was nothing. You know, it was nothing. It, obviously, it was nothing to keep the public's um, interest. Planet Side is like a hybrid shooter one. Yeah, it's more of a hybrid shooter. I, you know, I'm not sure if you can consider it a massively multiplayer role-playing game per se. Um, you know, because it's more. You know, I think it's more like Planet Side is more like a big battleground. Yeah, I get that feeling. Like uh, you know. What was that game? Tribes, like tribes, right, multiplied right. by a thousand. Yeah, exactly. Kind exactly. Of big, big landscapes. You know, and I, I think that's a really cool game concept. I'm sure. not knocking that concept, but, um, you know, I mean, where, you know, where's where's the inspiration to like create some kind of something totally different? Well, I guess the 
question I have is, I guess, you know, why are people identifying so much with the fantasy-themed MMOs over anything else? Well, I Is there mean, just something <laughs> inherently, like, heroic? In- inherently it? geeky about liking fantasy books? <laughs> to want to get the giant sword of Eldor and slay the mighty dragon? Is that what you're asking? I, I don't know. I, I, well, kind of. I, I just it, it feels like people. I mean, they're catering to they're catering to the the dweebs who like these games, yeah. which is us. True. Um, you know, but I also, as we've talked about this, I think it kind of comes back to a really core, fundamental principle, and that is combat and interaction. Right. When you get into a sci-fi theme there's not a lot of ways that you're going to be able to fight each other. But when you get into a fantasy theme, well, you can use arrows and swords and spells and See, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, you know, the, the thing that I would have loved initially with, with Star Wars Galaxies is, is I would have loved to have been a part of the Empire and, you know, you know, be a TIE fighter jockey or, you know, sure. you know, something crazy like that, you know, where I could just, you know, Kill, kill the Rebel Alliance, you know, over and over and over again, and you know, in space battles, or become like a crazy, you know, and you can, you know, do the crazy, famous bounty hunter stuff like that. But you know, I mean, of course, you know, again, you know, Star Wars Galaxies failed miserably, so there's really not much to look forward to there. You know, there really needs to be, you know, there's got to be some kind of break in the action. I think. Aren't the aren't the creators of Eve Online um, looking to create like a massively multiplayer role playing game based on like uh, the, the White the, Wolf? Yeah, yeah. The, the vampire mm-hmm. uh, thing. Yeah, I mean that that's kind of cool. Yeah, that, I think it's you know an urban setting. I'm not real familiar with it, but right. I mean, I'm not. You know, I that's different at least. That'd be nice. Yeah, you know, I never, you know, I never played any of those role playing games uh, from that company. Uh, you know, I think they've come out with a couple single-player um, PC games based on that line uh, before. But, um, you know, I mean, you know, at least it's something different. Yeah. You know, I'll give them credit for that. I mean, it's, you know, I I just wish gaming developers would get a little bit more creative. Especially when, more than anything, the fantasy MMO area is littered with the most defeat. It's just, what are you, you going to prove? When you're replicating so much, all right. I mean, I mean, you have here. You have World of Warcraft, you know, which has done so many things right, um, but not anything original. But, but you know, nothing totally original. I mean, they've kind of taken bits and pieces from everybody else's. You know, they've taken the best from all the others that have came before it and put it into one, in, Ra- into one game. Rating good PvP rating from the EverQuest thing. Um, right. PvP from well, I'm not sure where they got it all, but they've got you know pretty good PvP. Didn't start out that great. They had world PP, per, PvP. They don't have anything like the realm versus realm stuff that the mythic guys have. No, no. But you know they have you know alliance versus horde pretty much. Well, I mean they do have the um, stuff in like the the Plaguelands, which are yeah, the, you know loosely I guess based off of that. But I mean they've got the battlegrounds now they got the arena, so they've got that. That's that's better than you know. A lot of games, uh, PvP systems. True. They have you know really good quests. They had they had enough content for the game. Unlike some games like <clears throat> Asheron's Call Two, <clears throat> where there was like three quests in the game and they were all repeatable. Right. But uh, you know they had enough. They have enough quests so you can just do quests and level yourself up to seventy now. Um, 
but if you want to grind, you can grind. They have good group orientation if you want to do groups, or if you want to solo, you can solo. So they've done pretty much everything that you would want in a game of that type well, plus they've polished it with good art direction. So You know, I'm just, you know, even if they took so much, like, you know, if some gaming developer would take an idea, like maybe something from, like, Oh, God, I don't know, Greek mythology. I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, it's still fantasy, but, you know, it's it's more, you know, it's... It's, it's focused. It's, it's more focused. You don't necessarily have, you know, the druids, the, you know, the the shaman, the, you know, have the archetypical classes that you see in every stinking one of these games these right. days. You know, you can, you can do something a little bit different. Right. You know, I mean, you know, the settings, there are so many... I don't know, there's so many crazy settings you might be able to think of, you know, maybe like a western type of setting. Oh, like you know, that? Yeah. Which might be kind of crazy, you know yeah. I mean? Well, you know, there was an RPG called Boot Hill, which was a western right, right. Um, you know, pen and paper game, which was really pretty fun. And, you know, you could play a Mexican bandito, you know. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of cool, cool. You know? it, was just, it was different, you know, or you could be a a marshal, or you could do whatever, you know? I mean, it's... it's right, I mean, I'm not sure how you would pull something like that off, but, you know... You but that's a great example of something that's original and is... Honestly, I mean, I'd like to see somebody just take... take these type of games in a different direction, you know? Just do something different. Do something original. Yeah. You know, stop producing the same old fantasy crap over and over and over again. Granted, I'll keep buying the fantasy crap over and over and over again. Well, but, you yeah. They keep refining it. Yeah, they keep refining it. Yeah, when it's so fun, it is. It's like crack cocaine. Yeah, they keep making it more pure, man. And I gotta (laughs) have just the next hit, man, because it's more pure. You know. Sorry. That's all right, man. It's it's funny though, because like I was just thinking about, um, you know, auto assault. I was really looking forward to it. I tried it. I just for some reason I didn't connect with it. And the only thing I thought was, man, if this was for my Xbox, I would love it. I don't know why, but it just felt like a console game. I mean, yeah, everything. Maybe it would have translated it, better. I over think it would have. I think if they'd made it a, like an Xbox Live game or something, it would have. It would have been a lot more well received. But for the PC, it was just. I don't know. It was too 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 consolely. I think. Yeah, what, what about taking like the the Fallout series of games oh, yeah. and turning them into a massive oh, multiplayer? You know, type that was, of setting. I mean, that's just which is supposed to happen. I think. Interplay I mean, is I. Doing that. So he's doing it. Interplay is. Oh really? Well, they're doing like it's like a new. It's just a. Uh, no, not a sequel. It's actually an MMO that's due in two thousand ten really? or two thousand eleven. It's yeah. a. It's a Fallout sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fallout three. Well, there's Bethesda. Are you sure Fallout, you're not getting it mis- mixed up with the Bethesda? Yeah, um, I'm not. Really? Different. Okay. Yeah, Bethesda just. Actually, just last week, because they're releasing like a Fallout license, so they're doing the actual sequel Fallout Three, but Interplay is doing the MMO. Interesting. Well, that's some. That would be cool. I, 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 well, shoot. Ah, Talk me for that one. I want my Pip Boy. (laughs) (laughs) I used man. I love that that game. I I just I love that series of games to death. Oh man, so fun. So cool. It was so fun. I have I have both of those. Still, they're so cool. You know, and I even like you know, like Wasteland. Like yeah, Wasteland. Day, yeah, yeah Wasteland loved, was great too. Loved that game. I mean, because it was so, it was so different. You know, it was like in a different setting. You know, it wasn't your standard fantasy stuff. Yeah, I mean, just, it was just it's cool. That's one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to Bioshock. Speaking of oh, regurgitation yeah. of genres and FPSs, it's right, right. World War Two, or yeah, pretty much World War Two, and Bioshock just sounds so cool with this underwater failed utopia. 
right, the 50s. Right. Yeah. I, I like games. I like games in general that just totally do something different. Bring a theme and a, a uniqueness to them. Mm-hmm. So uh, on that uh, kind of a kind of a tangent, I guess a little bit. But um, top project, top secret. It's going to be a racing game. <laughs> That's the new detail they've announced. Right. Project, project Top Secrets that um, contest to become like a MMO um, developer slash I think director or something like that, and has I think they have like twenty thousand applicants, and and it sounds really hokey. But uh, the latest news is that it's going to be some kind of racing game, which it's like wow, you know, Auto Assault just consolidated to one server. So mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was not the worst done, you know, game. It's just something that didn't grab a lot. I think of people. it failed at a lot of levels. But advertising, like, you know, it just it did not have the I don't know, it just it didn't have the following that it needed. It didn't I don't think it had the rabid you yeah. know, fan base. No, I don't think so. You know, that you know, just they were just like they were on the developer boards, you know, every day, you know, you you know, and I see that I see this on games, you know, that come out, you know, they're like, Oh god, we're so excited for your game, you should add this and everybody's adding their their opinion, you know, thinking that, you know, their opinion is better than everybody else's and blah blah blah. That's that's a topic for another day. But Yeah, I'd like to You know, there was no there was no real internet buzz on that game. Um, I think there isn't there is a game coming out. It's, it's more of a, a science fiction based uh, game called Tabla Rasa. Oh, with by Richard Garriott. You're right, right. Yeah. Creator of the Ultimate Universe, which everybody knows never, about. Never heard of him. No, I never heard of him <laughs> at all. Um, King English is that it? Yes, uh, yes. Um, let's see, uh, Pontit. No, uh, another. Uh, okay, what so it's it? Lord his, British. Lord British and freaking his freaking game. Other aliases, um, but. You know, hopefully, you know, hopefully that'll be a nice, you know, departure from the norm. I don't know, man. I have concerns about it just because they seem to have changed direction four times in the last, I don't know, three years or whatever. But, you know, I think NCSoft is a company that's kind of in the same mindset of what we're talking about. They're trying all these different kinds of MMOs with different themes because they did Auto Assault, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Right. And then they did did Tabula Rasa. And they published it. Yeah. Well, then Tabula Rasa was supposed to be just another goofy... Japanese style fantasy sci-fi thing, thing, and now it's changed to sci-fi, which is good because it's mm-hmm. a change. And then they have also got the uh, X Steel giant mechs. And yeah, that, that's, that's be crazy. Out. Yeah, see, and that you know that would be kind of cool too. You know, I'd I'd, I'd kind of dig you know being like in a whole mech warrior kind of. Yeah. Oh heck yeah! And then the other thing which we don't know too much about is some type of weird soccer MMO. Yeah. Some type of weird <laughs> urban soccer. Yeah, world. and we all know how soccer goes well in America, hey. don't we? They're going to keep shoving soccer down our throats <laughs> until we love it. Yes, they screw are. Screw hockey, screw football, screw baseball. It's oh all about God. the soccer. Because mm-hmm. that's what we need to like. I understand. <laughs> uh, so I guess, I don't know. I mean, you know, the whole point of our discussion is, you know, what is it about fantasy-themed MMOs? And and I, I just can't put my finger on why it's the most popular other than it's it's, it's because easy to it's gauge easy, your it's easily accessible to everyone i mean yes. everybody knows the basic lore you know that was set down from the beginning so of time elves and trolls elves, and trolls and dwarves humans pixies. you know whatever you know the whole basis was set you know back when tolkien did his thing right right you know and i'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm just saying that you know they, they're on this mindset that you know that's the 
that's the standard that we have to set. And everybody likes to play, you know, orcs or trolls or or night elves or whatever. And and they have to base their world on that particular that particular setting. I just had a thought that maybe it's easier to if you're like gonna, you know, go seek out capital to produce a game. Maybe it's easier to gauge oh, sure. gauge your chances of success mm-hmm. by comparing your features to some. That if are I was to come up to you right yeah. now and you're yeah. a big gaming developer and I'm saying, "Listen, I got this great idea for a game. It's a, it's a western." Uh, they'd, be like, they'd be like, "Screw you! Get out of here!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd like. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, unless you had unless you had the backing of like Clint Eastwood behind you, no, right. sorry, it would not happen. You know, but you say, hey, we've got this fantasy game where we've got dragons and blah, 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 and your elves, and, you know, we've got this cool engine to go with it, and we've got these cool gaming concepts to go behind it. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? I just had the idea. I just had the idea of the century. I hope, I hope people with influence are listening to this. It's a unique idea. It's crazy, but I think it just might work. Tell us, Mark. You're in an aquarium, and you're a fish, <laughs> and you really can't control what the fish does because they're mindless. But you see everything from your fish's point of view. And you get experience points by living day after day. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you become bigger and bigger. Bigger and bigger. And, and, and how, how do you achieve like the final level? Well, there's like an instance at the end where the <laughs> aquarium um, owner has to transfer you to another aquarium. Oh, that's always and that's, doom. That is always doom for the fish, yeah, right there. Right there. That's like you know, if you survive that, you, you win. Otherwise, and there's and it's hardcore. There's no resurrection or anything. If you die, you die. <laughs> yeah, you die, you're dead. You have to start back at level one. And you start one. over. Yeah. And if you, but if you like make it, then you can start. Then it opens a character slot, and then you can start like a better fish. Because they all start out as goldfish, but right. if you make it to so like you can maybe them, make a clownfish, maybe yeah, right, right, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. I'm and with then, you. And then we'll have an ex- like the original would be a tropical aquarium, and then we'll have an expansion. It'll be like a saltwater aquarium, and then we can have like a brackish water aquarium Whoa. with like cichlids and stuff, and uh, yeah. And then we'll get crazy. Like after that, we'll like make aquarium two. And it'll be on like another planet with the gaseous uh, like atmosphere and stuff, and we'll like have like fish that float because they're you in know the air in the air. Yeah. Dude, yeah. let me break out my fish. checkbook. Yeah. I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. Sign up right now with Mark Co. Yeah. Mark Co. This baby's gonna go. I can sense it. Well, I don't know that I have have an idea as inspiring as that one, yeah, that's but a, that's a tough act. To follow. It is a tough act to follow, but. Um, you know, seriously, I mean, all joking aside, you know, our message to the gaming industry would be get more creative. Please. Please, we're begging you. <laughs> what do you think, just to, along the line, do you think that's what it's going to take? The, the game that will replace Warcraft, World of Warcraft, do you think it'll be a fantasy game? Yeah. It will be. Oh, the next big leader? The yeah. next big oh, leader, yeah. no doubt. I don't I see mean, anybody, any other genre ever taking the lead. You know, I, I don't. And, you know, it, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, I, you know, and I don't even so much care that they take the lead or whatever, that they become the next big thing. You know, I just care that they produce a quality game that, you know, a lot of people get interested in um, that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if that happens... Then I think you'll start seeing more companies produce different kinds of games yeah. that are based on different kinds of genres and not sticking to the fantasy models, you know, and and 
Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting at. Will the gaming populace ever get burnt out enough by well, the market leaders? See, that's the thing. There's, always, type of genre there, there's always new fantasy geeks born into this world every day. <laughs> yeah, you got to stick with the fantasy because yeah, the, the little god kids. I mean, they they're not gonna want to play like science fiction or my right. aquarium. They like Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah, well, there's that's an exception. No, the, that's, you know, and hey, you know, maybe that'll Ezreal bring the entire got the, the little goth kid crowd will love to get into this vampire game, and that's great. Yeah, you know, but seeing that, and that's where they're gonna tap, and you know, and that's where they'll tap into, sure. But maybe that's a niche. Well, it's you know, maybe not, not so much, you know. But if they produce a if they produce a quality game that a lot of people can get into, mm. then not only will they have that crowd, but then they'll have a whole bunch of people who normally wouldn't play a game like that, and they'll be like, "Damn!" Like I'm excited about that game just because it is different, but I still think it has enough to really, you know, grab you. I mean, cause right. like like Vampire the Masquerade. I mean, that was like a pretty cool game like a See, and I, I never player. played I never played oh, it was, either it one was of those. cool it was real dark and you know it was cool I, I could totally see it I mean, something that I think sounds attractive about that game is just something it seems like a title that would be more conducive to social politics yeah the, and the, that's what I think be, it would, is really missing from MMOs is that at the end of the day yeah you can interact with other people but it's really a glorified chat room that you grind through right well there's always guild drama <laughs> yeah. But that's not a part of the game. That's, that's a topic for another day, my friend. <laughs> I didn't get promoted, but my friend got promoted. But I'm a level forty warrior, and he's only level. Oh yeah, we're gonna get. He got promoted, but that's because he showed up to the meetings and did the instances. Right. And, you know that kind. Of we're gonna thing. give you this. We're gonna give him this special piece of armor, not not necessarily because he needs it, but because uh, he has twenty thousand DK. Yes, points. yeah, DKP. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a that's a topic for another day as well. What's DKP? Dragon kill points. Ah uh, yes. Yeah, see, yeah, and for our listeners who who do not know, Noah is a noob. <laughs> Only in MMOs. He's a well to World of Warcraft in general, and so he doesn't know all the the code. We'll say. Yeah. Um, Lingo acronyms. But but he, he's, he's becoming acronyms. up quick to speed, and we do have a segment called. Uh, Know the noob. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, we will be uh, tracking his adventures uh, through World of Warcraft, and uh, we hope you enjoy that as well. Uh, I think on that note, we'll close this topic, gentlemen. Sounds good. Thank you for your input, and uh, we'll uh, see you on the other side. Back, back to your cages. We are live without a net. <laughs> that's that's in reference to the fact that I wrote down no notes for this strategery tip of the week. Strategery. Strategery. It's a good word. Uh, basically, my tip is that if you're a World of Warcraft player and you use a lot of mods like some people, but not me, you might have some concerns about your memory allocation. And what happens is... is World of Warcraft arbitrarily gives you 64 megs of memory dedicated to your mods. A lot of people, as they start to add mods, figure, well, I better up my memory allocation or I'll run out of memory. But, you know, unless you have a mod that tells you your memory allocation, you won't know. So what you do is you tend to, you tend to double it or make it 96 or something like that, and then you, you could be chewing up memory that you don't need. So my tip is basically set it to zero and the game will figure it out and optimize it and only use as much as it absolutely needs. Oh, wow. That's my tip. Interesting. That's a good tip. I yeah. had no idea. 
Thank you. This episode's must-have mod is the map pack for City of Heroes City of Villains. Um, to get it, you can go to http colon slash slash www.vidiotmaps.com And that is true, it's vidiot, v-i-d-i-o-t, maps.com um, You go to the downloads, um, click the all underscore ingame.exe and install it. And it's a really cool um, mod, I think, for City of Heroes because what it does is it gives you um, pretty much a listing on your map of all the things that matter in the game. So you get icons for all the contacts, trainers, stores, zone connections, task force NPCs, which you want to find those, um, and plaques. Uh, other site features for videotmaps.com include forums, trailers, news, online maps, plugins for search tools and browsers for maps, and then they have a listing for their sister site which is dedicated to badge collecting. And that's um, www.badge-hunter.com. And that lists like all the badges and plugins for badge searching. And that's the mod of the episode. Excellent. For our inaugural rant of Channel Massive, I got the privilege to talk about the character creator within World of Warcraft. Yes, indeed. And where it comes from for me is that I'm a graphic designer and I really appreciate visuals. And especially when it comes to massively multiplayer online games, when I first come into it, I want to make a character that I just feel attached to and that I'm endeared to and that's going to be the way that's going to be the gateway character for me that gets me into the game. You want to look this unique. Yeah, and I want to be like, wow, that's really cool. Whether or not I play that character all the way to the max level cap, or I only play the character for four levels, if I can't get engrossed in the very first step of starting this hours, months, years long gaming experience, then it kind of burns me out right from the start. So initially what I tried to do was I worked with the original World of Warcraft races. Not the Drain Eye or the Blood Elves, but came in the Burning Crusade. Right. And the Orcs, the yeah. Night Elves, that kind of thing. Exactly, the humans. And my initial goal was I just wanted to make a cool, normal looking guy that could be like my archetypal hero for the game. I did this with City of Heroes and I did this with EverQuest. I just wanted to make something that looked really cool and I'm like, yeah, I would love to be that person. And I didn't want to do a chick, you know, I wanted to do something that I could immediately relate to and just immediately jump in there and care about what's going on. Right. And I was, admittedly I've been spoiled by City of Heroes, which has a lot of customization, a lot of variety. It is the ball. Yeah, they only have maybe six or seven faces when you work with just the plain hero molds, right. not taking into the villain stuff. I mean, there's just so much you can do with that. Yeah. You know, you're not going to run into another character that looks like what you created in that game. Exactly. Ever, unless you're just totally uninventive. And after playing Warcraft, I, I was kind of spoiled just by the art design. And I knew that that was one of the most appealing things about World of Warcraft is the art design, the art direction. 
Samwise does an amazing job with the character designs and he has a cadre of several other graphic designers who have a very similar style and it's just beautiful and it's so engrossing and compelling and I'm like right on I'm going to actually own a character that looks like this and then I get in there and I start with the human males and basically <laughs> yeah, not a good choice to no start, no and it's like my two options are I'm either going to have a 70s porn mustache or a hair lip <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> or and angry hair lip yeah yes. and, I'm like, and bad guys, hair too oh yeah yeah and I'm like these guys look like such doofuses there are four variations of mullets Four. <laughs> yeah. Take your pick. And last time, I mean, are they all Canadian? They are. They're hockey players, I think. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it just, it just kind of, I'm like, this isn't what I'm looking for. And I was really looking forward to actually making a, a human character, just something generic, and then branching out into the more exotic stuff. And I couldn't get into it. And I wondered if it were because the artistic staff was just. I mean, they have to make so many other things. They have to make a lot of things that characterize your characters, that customize your character's appearance. Pieces of armor, weapons, stuff like that, that in the, in the long term will make your character look a little bit more unique. Right. So were they just asked too much, or were they just phoning it in? I mean, there's so many other examples of more robust character creators. I mean, even EverQuest 2's character creator sounded yeah, to a, certain extent, a little bit more advanced. To a certain extent, but honestly, you know, you can't can't put a price tag on just the art design itself. I mean, that, and like I said, even in the character creator for EverQuest 2, even the subtle mm -hmm. changes you can make to like, maybe like the cheek structure or the, you know, tilting the eyes up and down, that kind of thing. Did make a big difference. You know, honestly, you know, it just it didn't make that much of a difference. Not not, yeah. not compared to something like a you know State of Heroes yeah. uh, character creation. Um, even even Star Wars Galaxies had a better you know more robust uh, you know character creator where you could actually make the face look just totally different. Mm -hmm. You know based on what you uh, wanted to do. But uh, yeah, I, I totally see where you're coming from. And getting back to my my just personal musings about why it would be like this. I was also wondering, on the other end of the spectrum with the lead designers, if they really wanted to make sure that people didn't have the ability to tweak and modify the design so much that they looked like they didn't belong in the world. That they were something so alien that they couldn't be plopped into Warcraft 3, for instance. Mm -hmm. It might look just too tweaked or it might not have the right mustache style or mullet style or, or clothing style or whatever. You know, right? All dwarves must have facial hair. You know, I don't know. Right. But it just, it was a little disappointing. <clears throat> I, had, I had hoped for more. Even though I knew in the back of my mind that this game isn't really about the character that you make. I was talking with Mark about this the other week and he mentioned how he doesn't even think about it, he just makes a new character and just jumps into the game. And I know that's really what the whole point of it is. It's not so much the character that you make up front, it's the journey. And how you can end up customizing your character's appearance by props and armor and clothing and weapons yeah, and stuff like right. that. But just coming in new and being someone who really appreciates artistic design and being a big fan of the artistic design of the Warcraft franchise, it was a bit of a letdown. And it's and I've been spoiled on City of Heroes, so I, I could temper it, and I understood it. So that's a thank goodness when I finally played the expansion pack had come out because the Draenei and the Blood Elves were 
superficially perhaps immediately more compelling to me. Right. They were more exciting. They were something new. And you could either get something that was really weird and exotic with the facial tentacles and everything else that the Dream I oh, have yeah. and the, the hooved feet. Or you could go with something that was actually conventionally attractive with the Blood Elves where they didn't look freakish for one reason or another. Yeah, didn't have like traps of the gods, you know, their necks weren't like deformed yeah, or whatever right. with the... And it just, it was like, oh, finally. You know, still it felt like there was a little bit of a limitation, but that wall came down a little bit for me and I was a little bit more... I was able to more quickly get into it and say, yeah, I can commit myself to this character. This is really cool. Well, cool. I totally see where you're coming from, though. I, I totally agree that, you know, Blizzard probably could have spent a little bit more time on the uh, character creation aspect of things, you know, giving maybe some more different types of, you know, types of face faces, you know. Or, or at least making a consistent amount of choices. I mean, if you look at the Torrens and how many different skin colors they can use, the trolls have ten different shades. Humans have, I don't know, ten different shades. The trolls have three different patterns. Oh, the I mean, Torrens. I yeah. apologize. The Torrens have only three, or maybe three or four. It's just it's a little bit more than that. But I mean, it's still, it's not, it's not enough to make you think, oh, you know, I'm totally creating like a unique, yeah, you know, kind yeah. of character that you're going to see every day. You know, you're not going to see every day, and you know, and honestly, when it all boils down to it, if every, you know, if every tune stripped naked out of their armor, you know, in World of Warcraft, you know, you pretty much find a bunch of people who look alike. Yeah. Yeah, they do look pretty twinkish. So my hope is that that will evolve and develop and become more advanced as time goes on. Because City of Heroes even did that themselves. Yeah, they the added developers. A bunch of more stuff. Yeah, they just really broadened it. They even added some more artistic styles with anime-styled faces and clothing and, and accessories, and it was really cool. It allowed the gaming community to become excited again for that game and that they could create something brand new. They could start over from scratch and, and have a reason to because it's just fun to make characters in that game. Whereas yeah, with Warcraft, mean, was, it's just... That was actually one of my favorite parts about yeah. the, the City of Heroes. You could spend an hour you doing could spend, that. You could spend pretty much all night just playing around with different character designs and, and that was just fun in itself yeah. because you're like, oh cool, what if I mix and match this part with this part? Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh man, that looks cool. Whereas with Warcraft, as beautiful of a game as it is, it's, the character creation feels like a means to an end. It's like, let's get you in the game, let's get you rolling. Agreed. Great. Very good rant, Noah. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.